The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, super fly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props? Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Fuck you, Jonesy. Your mom's fuck. midwife gave me a handy. <laughs> Tell your mom to load up my minutes on my phone so I can give her a call. <laughs> and that's fucking Jared Kiesel. That's yeah, that that's Kiesel. And when he gets in the, in the eighth season, when they're having the hockey championship and he just like baseball oh, swings at a fucking dude right in his face. Dude, um, actually, have you watched the bloopers? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So fucking good. I did dude. deep dive. He's so he watching him crack up like he breaks more than anybody else. Kiso. He yeah. breaks more than oh, yeah. anybody. Like he's he's in the back just fucking dying. He can't even help it. Dude. Kiso's the main dude. Right? He's the main he, dude that plays Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. And he's the creator and, and one of the writers. Him and yeah. Glenn are the writers. So there's a weird contingent out there. Uh, out there. Out there. Out there. Way out there. Um, and I think it's probably because Wolverine was Canadian. Oh, I saw I saw they want him to be Wolverine because he's under six feet yeah. tall. And it's he's growing. young enough. Like it's his growing Young enough to be convincing, old enough to stay in the role Which for a I while. could see that dude in some chops. Dude, I'd love it. He'd have to put on 20 pounds. Oh, he's yeah. a big dude, though, you know. Man. But yeah, he's for sure. not a small guy, man. He's... I'm sure when he yeah, puts his shoulders back and doesn't. <laughs> that guy's oh, got the that. weirdest posture I've ever uh, seen. It's got the Napoleon Dynamite fucking <laughs> posture, dude. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. So when you're looking at the bloopers, the the one that I knew was coming in the bloopers was when they did the whole thing about like the, the space the force, the space NASA you're thing. F- floating around your quarters trying to grab <laughs> ejaculate out of the air. <laughs> but you never would have so, thought. But they're but just detail where, you're, where by the end you feel like, yeah, they were probably around cosplayers talking about Star Trek or something because they were talking about quarters that were – fictional not real oh yeah <laughs> oh it, it was I, that that tangent they took on that fucking whole rift on the nasa thing was just so fucking out of <laughs> it was thin so air, crazy I, I yeah i didn't see that coming uh but it's making me talk canadian boys i know it is i'm ta- i'm calling my wife boys now that's her i think everyone hey, boys. watches that show that's the best Wake part up, of the whole you pick up the patois riley and jonesy fucking part of it is that it's all boys <laughs> Yeah, it, it doesn't is. matter who they're talking to. They're talking to each other going, we got to do this, boys. And that's the best part of it. Like, snipers, I, boys. Snipes. Snipers, snipes, big city snipes. Um, <laughs> dude, if I've, I've said Hooven Schneeve 57 times this week. You ever, hoover, you ever hoovered boat Schneeve? Yeah, have you ever hoovered Schneeve off of the stick of a constable where you're getting arrested? <laughs> <laughs> squirrely Dan. Squirrely Dan. I'm always it. being squirrely. Um, <laughs> so what's your favorite? Like, So I noticed there was like a turning point in season six, it seemed. The first couple episodes were way more stylized, more slow motion. That's when Stuart's got short hair. Not quite super Jack Stewart, which yeah, took me Yeah, Jack fucking, Stewart's awesome. That was weird. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? I wondered whether he was jacked already and they were like. No, no, no. No, no, I think the he season got before for that. Oh, dude. that's well, good on him. He's like, I could be like an Avenger, even though he's little. Yeah, compared to little, those guys. But he's. What am I getting stir- notifications on? 
I don't, oh, you can hear them, but the audience can't. Oh, that's good. Stir. It's probably just my Pornhub account. The Pornhub yeah. community uh, yeah. video is just getting more hits. I, I, need, <laughs> I need to meet and befriend somebody named Stuart. I'm saying to me, Stuart. <laughs> so I went to high school with a guy named Stuart. And uh, <laughs> if you you, you remember um, Stewart off of Beavis and Butthead, yeah, yeah. So that poor fucking guy, oh, which God. he was a moron. Stewart stole straight up call out. Um, <laughs> sounds like podcast. the booger eater kid. He in the was Friend such the a booger eater. Mormon <laughs> kid had nine fucking siblings. Of course he did. Um, when he moved out of his house, he just moved into a trailer in his parents' front yard. <laughs> Perfect. And then he just became a meth head, total drunk. Awesome. Lost his mind, joined the Navy, got kicked out of the Navy because his conspiracies were way too far out there. <laughs> got really active on social media. George Norrie said. Yeah, full Anunnaki. Went full on deep into uh, Lyndon LaRouche. And, uh, you know what we got to be worried about, boys? It's them gray and blue aliens fighting over our galaxy. Oh, no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, he's a lunatic. I I just I had to block him on Facebook because he uh, starts sending best. me weird messages. And then he's like, I'm, I'm thinking about coming to Durango. Can I? No. Yeah. I'm like, nope. Absolutely That being not. said. I don't live in Durango. Every choice he made after leaving the church was still better than staying Mormon. Maybe like so. Like staying in that I lifestyle. Know, I think some folks need a little structure. A little. Yeah. You know? A just little. Structure. Yeah. Some shame. Okay. If Maybe you start living shame. a life without shame, yeah, you yeah. get to be mean. And that's some people terrible. are born without that bone. Yeah, me. So the yeah, sh- they just walk around anything. shameless. So call, call your penis the shame bone. The sh- <laughs> shame <laughs> bone. <laughs> you know, that's a really good point there, Squirrely Sean. Squirrely Sean. Squirrely Mo. I will. I'm willing to talk. About that. Squirrely Mo. <laughs> you, you are the use, Squirrely Mo. You guys always have, you know, real goods nicknames for me. Good, that's what I appreciate about you. And that's what I appreciate about you, Miss Katie. Um, welcome back. It has been um, a fortnight. It has been a fortnight. Literally. Um, yeah. It literally has been a fortnight since we've joined you. It hasn't been. Um, Obviously, we were away for the holidays, and then one thing led to another. Folks were busy. Things happen. Um, Here in old Durangi, it is like a consistent 15 degrees. It is unpleasant (laughs) to put it mildly. Uh, But we decided to take a little bit of time because we needed to, and now we're back, and we're excited to be back. It's been a while, and uh, we haven't welcomed in the new year yet. That's um, right. Hey. This is the first of 2020. Hey, happy New Year! Let's fucking happy cheers, New Year, boys. Boys. boys! Cheers, boys! Furta boys! boys. Furta. Furta. Another Furta. shitty millennia. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's well, not quite the millennium. Yeah, can we, can we at least start with a shitty decade first? But we're it's so 20s, arbitrary. <laughs> Isn't every day the start of a new millennium? <laughs> it's, hey, yeah. oh, it's well all done, sir. It's really all about your positive perspective on uh, everything. You know, uh, if you look at wow, every day as the wow. first day of the you're, rest of your life, you're barking you're up the wrong have... fucking tree, buddy. <laughs> Dude. God. Yikes. Um, I live in the dark. Yeah. You know what, boys? Just me and Bane. Boys, you, you, and ever, Bane. you ever notice when you're walking on the beach and you only see the one foot set of footprints? Is this the old Jesus carries you thing? Yeah, it's okay. bullshit. Okay. They use that on me in high school. So people put that in their speeches all the time. Yeah, it's Ca- the worst. Hooray for Catholic high school. If it's I turn around on the beach and there's more footsteps, I'm punching that D-Gen in the face. <laughs> well, that's the point is that there's only one because that's when he was carrying you. Yeah. Oh, okay. But Lewis Black, I believe, was always like, that was the time when he was helping out one of the other seven fucking billion other people on the planet. <laughs> um, that was David Cross. Was it David Cross? Yeah. Oh, right. I'm sorry. It was Cross. Sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, it's all right. 
Whatever. It's I mixed an, up my edgy political early aughts comedians. Yeah, you're, you're edgy Jews. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you well, want to introduce us dummies? Yeah, welcome back we to The Real to Real. Y'all, we're very excited to be back. we got a lot to talk about. We've almost, like went full circle back through things like we almost have to remind ourselves of things we would have talked about three weeks ago because yeah. you've already moved on um but uh the the one speaking right now you understand is one mr aaron antonio branderas of the alzation branderases it's a pleasure to be back in alzation it's by the way and, if you donate if you if you use the code <laughs> uh, whiskey two to go donate it'll double the donation to people that have that uh, Alsatia? Alsatia? Is that where you lose all your hair? That's yeah, no. It's where your face turns instead of red, purple. <laughs> oh, great! I'm uh, sorry. That was a Mark Ronchetti joke for our uh, boy. That is <laughs> for our QE listeners far. in New Mexico. And as you see, we've been working on our material for the yeah, last no, five years. Our tools um, are not sharpened. My tools are not sharpened. Oh, look! The Chiefs dropped another ball. Uh, so, so, and we are watching the playoffs in the background. So just deal with it because that's who we are. They still came back though. To my left is uh, your Chetty buddy, captain of the SS Chedinsky. Um His uh, first mate being Jason Stakums. One, Mr. Sean Moriarty. <laughs> I have a whole fucking deck crew now? Yeah, you do. You yeah. got a whole crew. Sweet. Sure. <laughs> um, and to my right, uh, he needs no introduction, yet I will introduce him anyway, is Durango's Lothario, the saddest and happiest man you've ever met. One, Mr. Bobbeth Van Noys. Of I'm the, the Jojo Rabbit of people. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Jojo Rabbit oh of people. Oh my God, that's perfect. <laughs> perfect um, segue, well placed. Bobo Rabbit. Bobo <laughs> Rabbit. Uh, touchdown Chiefs. So, um, what do you do when you're a team up 24 on the road? You shit the bed. Yep, completely. Completely. Because this game now, I think, is over. It's They're not going to recover from losing this much. Crap. They've shat upon the fan and, and the bed. And the bed and the fan. Well, the um, crazy part is, if you think about it, it's one set of 24 unanswered points and another set of 24 unanswered points. Oh, no, 27 unanswered well, points. Well, soon to be 28. Sorry, they didn't kick. Soon to be 28. Wow. But um, anyway, we're, we're, we're back in action. Uh, of course, uh, we would be remiss if we did not have a lovely brown beverage in front of us. Um, I was. This uh, is particularly lovely. It yes, is it very is. lovely. Uh, a guy came in to where I'm working right now and brought a bottle for the owner. It was a friend of his, and they poured it out, and uh, I tasted it, and I was like, "Sweet Mother Mary Joseph, um, this was a special kind of bourbon or whiskey, I should say." I, uh, a gentleman came by and was tasting us on this product. I'd never seen it before. It is brand new to Durango. Uh, there was another lady in the bar at the same time that said, oh, I become, I'm part of a whiskey club. And we got sent this a couple months ago randomly. Um, she's like, oh, my God. This is uh, called Legend. This is like legend with a T at the end. It is a collab from Beam Suntory, mm. the Jim Beam line bought by Suntory from Japan. And that's important because Frank No, who's the master distiller, kind of a one of the Hall of Famer Mount Rushmore distillers, yep. um, responsible for Booker's, responsible for Eagle Rare. He so so what they did was this. They took some Kentucky juice, so they took the mash. Um, so Frank No basically made the mash and and made the original distillate. They brought in a Japanese gentleman. Hopefully, I don't butcher this too much, but it is. What do you What do you think this says, Bobby? Fukuyo, but 
if you do it phonetically, it's fuck you, yo. Fuck you, yo. <laughs> it's Shinji. <laughs> fuck you, yo. Um, who's a master distiller from Suntory, mm-hmm. again, Japanese company. So he actually distilled um, per his you know, um, wants and needs distilled the alcohol. And then they held it in American Oak mm. and brought this juice. Um, I'm going to, I'll, I'm just going to say off the bat, it's 94 ABV. Um, it's whiskey. It's a beautiful product. Um, I, I knew right away that these boys would definitely like it. So, which is why You're correct. this is about 32 bucks at, uh, down the road at star liquor and in the world of, of whiskey and bourbon, that's a, that's a buy buddy. It's a buy dog. Um, this is 94. This could be 60 proof. Uh, um, it wears it extremely well, very round, um, very much new Oak. Um, you get a lot of woodiness on this. Um, not as much of that caramel and vanilla, which is great. Um, it, they kind of went away from that. There's almost an herbaceousness like anise and you Love get it. all this really cool stuff going on. What do you guys think about it? I, I, I immediately tasted this and felt like, and I don't want to make this sound like it's pumpkin spice, but I got like a pumpkin pie. Baking hmm. spices kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Like nutmeggy. Right. Uh, but fruity. That was the key to it to me. Right. It, was, it was a very it had like a fruity forward, fruit forward kind of uh, on my palate. Yeah, and uh, with the sp- accompanying spices, yeah, it made me feel like God. This is almost like eating a, a delicious pumpkin pie. Right, maybe I, like a pumpkin creme brulee. Uh, <laughs> it's not as heavily pumpkined, I, I think, but but those 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 all those all those descriptions are, apply. Uh, there's like desiccated peaches and apricots. No and doubt about that. There's like the really cool stuff going on. It's a sipper. Um, I, I don't know if you'd agree with me, boys, but um, you do not. I usually will say, oh, I can see this in this, or I can see it in Boulevardier. Nah, I don't. Even I, don't I really, really, really would recommend getting out of this way. Um, yep. I, I think it's so kind of nuanced and, and boutique that anything you added to it would run it right over. Uh, it just doesn't have enough mm-hmm. fucking rocket fuel in it to blast through. What do you, what did you think about it? Sean? I got was so when I had, uh, when my brother was visiting, he's a big fan of Glug. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've ever had Glug, it's a mulled wine. They usually add cognac or whiskey or it depends on the or rum. Sometimes it's pronounced it Glug, but it's spelled Glog. Yeah. It's spelled Glog. And but you'll hear a lot of people call it Glog. Yeah, Midwesterners. Glog. Um, but it had a lot of those things that you were talking about from that, from the Glog that I was drinking over the holidays. It has a little bit of anise. It has those baking spices. Um, but the, the thing that it doesn't have from the glog is that the 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 fucking oak kicks me right in the teeth. Oh yeah, the oak cuts through all that, but also balance like it balances out all those other flavors that I think would be usually be kind of shitty in a like if you have a poorly made whiskey that tastes like a bunch of those things and almost feel like it's forced yeah. or it feels like it's or been they like used mixed oak with chips other or shit. staves or yeah. oak extract because people use oak chips to because of the higher surface area and, you can and extract super too, yeah and extract which is bullshit. gross extract is uh, disgusting but you'd be surprised how many of these whiskeys oh, use God that damn, well, but this was finished in other casks this yes. was finished in wine. And but sh- you yep. can definitely wine tell. and sherry cask, and yep. and and why that's important is if I didn't tell you that, you might not necessarily pick it up right away. Mm. And it's funny because I was joking with the guy. I was like, "Oh, it's wine and sherry cask. Why they didn't have like cabernet and sherry and wine cask? <laughs> Sherry's wine. So yes. which makes right. it funny. It's a little yeah. redundant, but I think for the last uh, sommelier humor. For, for, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's where you laugh without actually yeah. moving your mouth. Um, but but <laughs> I say Blaine. It's like the coach. Blaine, you like, must try this. It's like the 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 coach on Letterkenny. Um, <laughs> fucking a bear. 
fucking embarrassing. Uh, we're going to talk, trust me, about that in a minute. Uh, for 32 bucks, it's called Legent. It's a mashup distillation kind of marriage between uh, East and, and, and the Easterners and the Westerners. Uh, again, very well crafted, not necessarily mixing whiskey, in my opinion. No. But that sherry comes on the attack. It does not there mid palate and is nope. not there on the finish. But you can get it a little bit on the nose, kind of the oxidation of it on the nose and on the attack immediately. And then it just it, it disappears. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's kind of unlike uh, a lot of stuff we've tried on the program. It really yeah. is. It's this is almost in and of itself in a, in the best possible way. Uh, if you're a fan of sipping whiskeys, man, give this one a try, especially yeah. when it's fucking 12 degrees outside yeah. and, and your heart is filled with black. And if and you're hate. looking at something to put on in your bar at home or in your freezer, that's going to impress somebody, but you don't have to break the bank. This shit's going to definitely. Oh, do it. dude. And nobody's seen it. Yeah. This if your father-in-law's a, a whiskey nerd and he don't quite like you, yeah. this might help smooth things. And over. he'll forgive well, you impregnating his daughter. <laughs> and don't tell him that it was made by a Japanese guy. No, no. Your father-in-law is super racist. Slo slopes don't make whiskey. Uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> All right. And by the, and by the way, last year, uh, highest rated whiskey on the planet, Japanese. Yeah, absolutely. Just say. Uh, well, and that's an interesting thing to talk about. Like, I, I don't know if we've ever seen a Japanese. We've never brought distiller. one. We've never brought. We, well, we've never done that. One we've never on the program. One. Right. A lot of the Japanese uh, whiskeys outside of uh, that Nika, the Tiko, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is probably the most affordable Japanese whiskey and the most proliferated Japanese whiskey. You've got uh, Nika's got several products that are. You try to fuck with them. Um, the copper still one. Um, they've got another. They've got um, the coffee. The coffee pot still Nika. Uh, the Japanese do not fuck around when it comes yeah, to whiskey. the coffee grains are really. Um, and that's been like it, unbelievable. That's been an economic joke forever. It's like, well, you make this as fast as you can and make as much money as you can because the Japanese will figure out how to make it better and sell it a little and bit cheaper. Guess what? And here uh, so that like Hakashi 18 year. I mean, they got stuff that I'll put up against any American bourbon or whiskey. Mm -hmm. and, um, and it's like, so good. I hate to divert it, but like, I mean, do you feel like Japanese whiskey might even start to have an upturn now? Because of the tariff? Because of the tariff. We don't have a EU tariff. No, we or, don't. Or a, 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 a tariff with the Japanese like we yeah. do with the Not EU. at all. Not at all. And that, so that by the if way. If you're a scotch drinker, like, because they yeah. traditionally, Good the luck. Japanese do single malts. And yep. they do yes, them they do. really, really fucking yep. well. And they're doing going to be doing sing, basically almost single grain they're doing single grain bourbons yeah. and yeah. not scotches per se. Yeah, you um, can't call it scotch. Right. Clearly, but, uh, yeah. but, but. Again, uh, they're 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 killing the market right now, and those tariffs we can dip into a little bit. But the EU tariffs, and not only wow. that, but what we're going to be looking at with the Trump era tariffs. Not this isn't political. It's simply saying that you will be spending a lot more money on your the alcohols that you love going forward until this horseshit kind of. I did have a guy try to convince me that it was Obama's fault that that was happening. Yeah, oh, of I course. found you can figure fucking it out. adorable. You mean the guy that's been out of office for three years, for three and a half years? Yeah, you motherfucker. Man. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. who I blame. This is who you blame because then everybody will be like Eisenhower, ah, and then go ah. No, you blame Babu Frick and Baby Yoda, and then people get mad for like a split second, no, no. and then they go oh, oh man, goddamn, I will pay the upcharge. Yeah. Tariff is ready. Ho -ho! <laughs> That's pretty good. You've been working on that, huh? Uh, <laughs> I'm warming up to that get, shit. I'm get, warming up to that Rise of Skywalker yeah, shit. Yeah, I know. I It's so funny. To being at least decent. I've chewed a hole through my lip at work listening to people talk about it because <laughs> I refuse to engage. 
I'm just going to be smarter than that. Uh -huh. You're not going to bait me with your fucking, that was a great movie and I cried four times. No, it's somebody not a great said, movie. Somebody said I cried four times and I'm like, you, yeah, you I don't, cried four times. Yeah, for different reasons. Yeah. Uh, but you need a therapist, not a movie. If you're crying four times in that movie, there's zero emotional tug on that movie. I, I, cry, I cried I a lot like, of movies. I, I feel like our at. last two podcasts definitely covered all that territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not going down that road at all. Um, We've got four go hours get, of content. Yes. <laughs> go get some go get some legit. It's quality stuff. We're going to dig into the next little thing. Obviously, since we've been off for so long, we could probably do a six-hour podcast right now because we've got so much shit to talk could, about. Yeah. However, we're going to start with probably the most the, the thing that's been uh, the keystone of most of our conversations for the last four weeks, which is a lovely little show that we discovered. It's relatively new to America, but not that new. We've full disclosure. We're not got on the train a little bit late. We did, uh, but not it's, that late because it only still, really hit the States in 2018. Exactly. But so it's, it's still pretty much a neophyte show in, in America. Although it's the blowing cool, up. The cool people know about it. And soon everybody will, as they should. It's a little show out of uh, Canada called Letterkenny. Canada. Uh, Canada. Love, uh, I love Canada boys. Wow. So there's eight seasons online. Yes. And of only six episodes, which is six fantastic. I know. It's and, kind of perfect. And good on you for doing six episode seasons. With the production and the way they shoot it and how the dialogue is written, it's an 18-minute show with 87 pages of dialogue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they There's not a lot of nuanced, quiet moments in this show. It is... I when I when I originally said it, I texted these guys and I said it's like a fucking retarded redneck mammoth. Yeah, um, it is just rapid fire, tight, concise, funny, uh, razor wit dialogue back and forth about a small town in Ontario, fictional town. The our original creator of the show is from a small town in Ontario. It's patterned much after that town of five thousand people. And we're going to get down the rabbit hole as far as how that relates to where we live, because I think there is so many parallels to where we live, um, except for the fact that every chick in their town is super hot. Yeah. Every, and every chick, chick they run into is so the opposite. So, hey, um, let's hey, be kind. To uh, the, you'll be fine. Let's be kind to They'll the sevens fine. and the eights we have here. They'll be fine, dude. They're working on their beer guts. They're not listening to this. So <laughs> out of that town of 5,000 people, as it really famously says. In, in, yeah. in the opening of the and show. And these are their Kenny problems. 5, <laughs> um, these are their problems. 2,800 of them are the hottest girls you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. And, and we're talking native, Irish, I black. Mean, right like, down the... Everywhere. I'm, Most I, diverse I, tiny town in Canada you've ever Unbelievable. Yeah, oh. And it's just one supermodel after another. And not just... Because bon, Bonnie McMurray's become a thing for me now. Oh, Bonnie McMurray's a I problem. See a, every time she's I see a, a super dimer... Every Bonnie time I see a super McMurray. chief out there, boys, she's I a, go Bonnie McMurray in my head, and one day I'm going to say it out loud, and Katie's going to look at me because she's watching the show too. That's how I can tell it's really good, as if she appreciates the because a lot of I it's think a guy driven show. I think it this is. crosses it gender show, lines, but, though. Yeah. It's funny for women too. There's enough there. There's enough powerful women in it. Tannis and and Katie, Katie and um, and even Gail, who's just a nightmare. Gail is but, fucking. Um, I was like, dude, this is. This is Aaron's fucking nemesis slash chick he'd marry somehow if you ran in, into that bar. <laughs> and and you know you'll be like, dude, is, she will do anything to you. She I've was, seen, I've seen maybe panels, a four knuckler, eh? Is that four knuckler. Exactly? Four knuckler. I've seen panels with these guys, and the and apparently the actress who plays Gail is the most demure, like elegant creature in real life. <laughs> of course, she and is. she plays. 
I'm going to go on record saying the sleaziest woman ever on yeah, television. Pretty close. Just she's always like, she's always like hunched right, over. She's like writhing. The eyes writhing. She's like, yeah, she's permanently about to come. And then, and then has like a meltdown. And I miss that they don't do this in the later seasons because Gail disappeared for like, I want to say four or five episodes at one yeah. point. Oh yeah, she did. But I miss her in the early seasons it's, where she just takes off on the bike all angry and can't get on the bike. Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. That first season was all very much inspired by, by Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, well, it was Napoleon Dynamite meets Trailer Park Boys. With Trailer Park Boys is funny, but I don't feel like the dialogue's as sharp. It's not, not, not even close. Yeah. But um, uh, uh, one of the actors is like a really um, popular comedian in Canada. The other one was like an ex-minor league hockey guy. Jonesy, um, and, um, Jonesy and Riley were, and they're actually in a fucking movie about Gordie Howe, one of the greatest hockey players ever, ever, made for Hallmark Channel or Lifetime or something. I watched it the other day. The shit was the most well-made fucking movie I've ever seen come out of one of those shitty channels. Really? It was actually really that. good. So, I mean, yeah. it, where they found, like, some of the actors in this, I mean, they, it, I, I don't know a better casted show. Well, like, they found for them the, in fucking Canada. So, like, yeah, they're all so we would have I mean, never seen that. We never, yeah. yeah. But, but and Jared Kizo's whole deal is, is this this show, him, him building the show to where it is right now, was a slap in the face to the Hollywood system because he hated He working. tried to go into he L.A. He tried to go into L.A. He, he was he, in Elysium as, like, I think that was his yeah. biggest role. He was one of, like, the guys helping them escape Elysium or get to Elysium right. at some point. But if you if you t- if you you listen to them, the, one of the episodes, so just a quick breakdown, small town in Canada, it's very surreal absurdist sort of humor nobody really works it's there's it's just, three groups there's, there's the, the, skids, the skids the, the hicks, hicks and the christians and, the, and well, well glenn, skids, it's hicks, glenn. And, <laughs> and glenn and no what's the third one it was christians in the first episode it said yeah but, kid, but it's of, not really yeah that's not really uh that wouldn't be i, I think that so you evolved. got the, skids, the hockey the boys of their own the hockey and the players the hockey Basically. players and then the, the natives have right. their own like crew as well yeah the nates are their own crew and it, it's funny because we were we were watching watching this you can draw direct parallels to where we live now our town's yeah. 17,000 much larger mm-hmm. but boy do those things kind of parallel in and no dovetail in we you have can't call we have americans those things aaron this is 2020 now we're gonna start calling you on your i shit. said nate <laughs> no i think um, actually you didn't <laughs> native flu the native flu. But, but I understand where murdered uh, out there, Squirrely Mo's coming from on that. Though. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but but <laughs> thank you, Bobby's. Instead of instead of skids, we have wooks. Yeah, jocks are still the jocks or the frat boys. Yeah. It's almost the yeah. same parallel. Yeah, but the jocks ride fucking bicycles in their sperm outfits here. But the jocks, the popular jocks, are guys that are dressed like sperm with their little clicky shoes in the bar because, and I told guys that did that shit, I'm going to wear my hockey gear into the bar. It smells like shit. If you're going to wear your sports attire it's more into the, the fucking bar. F- it's chief. more of the flat biller sort of, I would say lifted like, truck and, guys and letter Kenny, like athletically, mostly people are just playing hockey. Right. Yeah. We have curling. We have a lot of different <laughs> groups that are doing different sports and they all hate each other. Yeah. They yeah. all, even do. though they all do the same shit. Right. But you identify yourself as a cyclist, uh-huh. or you identify yeah. yourself as a skier, or God oh, forbid, oh, s- you're a snowboarder. Oh, you know what God. I mean? Like we have this weird. Well, and, and they're all wooks. And they're all wooks. And then <laughs> they're lift, all super wooks, chief. And, and then lifties could be skids. Yeah, lifties could also be. Skids. No, no, no. The skids no, are skids. the skids are like are are Hank and Colin and I'm just kidding. That's no. Oh wow, <laughs> wow. No, rough. not Colin. No, sorry, Colton. Colton, Colton, sure. They're Colton's kind of, a role if I've ever seen one. They're kind of skiddy, um, but it's I'm a show that dialogue-wise, like quotable. 
I don't know if there's a more, I mean, you've got shows in the past, like Beavis and Butthead and, and the aforementioned trailer park boys. And you have all these like iconic, funny shows that we all kind of grew up watching. Uh, It's, you're going to be hard pressed to find a more quotable show. Like Mm -hmm. there is at least 10 to 20 diamonds. Well, it's hard though. Like, I can't remember anything. No, when they do those, it reminds me of of Judd Apatow movies when they release them on DVD and stuff, have this extra thing called Linorama, where they show you all of the different improv takes of saying different jokes for each punchline. Right. They do that, but they show you all of them. And so by the time that they've gone yeah. through all the different names you for can't Schneef, remember anything. I can't remember more than three of them. So I'm always like trying to remember the lines, but it feels like I'm going to have to, sorry, boys, I'm going to have to watch these eight seasons three more times in the oh, next no. few months. Yeah, to I get know. Them all it's like watching those uh, eight minute outtakes of TJ Miller from yes. Silicon Valley, oh. where it's just a fucking, everyone oh. is a shot of tequila. Absolutely. And after like six lines, you're fucking done. God, you're I can't remember any shit. of this shit. And that's kind of where these guys but are at. Yeah. I, I know a lot of it's scripted. They work very hard to they write do. their dialogue they correctly. Do. They do take some liberties with it, but it's not very often. The The thing is, it's the dialogue is so funny. It must take them four days to shoot an episode because they're breaking constantly. Oh, constantly. It's, I, I couldn't imagine being on set of that show and having to listen to what those guys do and how they do it. I would just be in tears all the time. Um, but if you, if you aren't, um, if you aren't, into yeah letter kenny yet do yourself a favor if you find this podcast funny at all trust me they're much funnier get it on hulu Um, hulu is the place to go there it's a hulu original now it started in canada but hulu's branded it and in the states and it was a web series prior to that they actually did webisodes like 2013 ish they got picked up by a by a production company and then made it a proper thing so there you go kids if you work hard and 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 have good content can i play one little caveat before we move on to the next thing do it do it do it just the one thing i will say just and maybe this is just my mentality and the way i approach media but like i know that everything we do is super bingeable and we just pour through it right sure but like just grabbing eight seasons of letter kenny for me and trying to get through it <laughs> i i ran out of steam i did a little bit too i had to take a couple day I, break yeah but i was like oh man and i still haven't gotten as far yeah, as you guys right. i think i started watching it before you guys i only did. have two of the uh i have two of the um uh holiday episodes left yeah i haven't right. gone through all those i found one that I have to, hulu showed me automatically because you got it on plex but yeah hulu has added those episodes as the last the seventh episode right. of each season of, of each right. season so yeah. i've seen a couple of them that, but, but that makes more sense but honestly Honestly, the best consumers. part, the best way to do it is, is if you're going to just watch, you can watch a whole season super quick in less than three hours. Even if, even if you have it where you're watching ads, you can Easy. get through. So six, six episodes is good. And the great part is, is these guys love to end on some fucking cliffhanger that either, either they immediately turn around yeah, and it never, fucking JJ or Abrams, they never, Ryan Johnson Or they never style. address which yeah. is hilarious. Oh, no, they, but they do address they it, do, but they kind of don't. They take like their when, time with like it. Like when Wayne well, gets knocked season. out at the end of like season two or three, and you're like, right. holy shit, his title of toughest guy in the And then they just over. ran right over. And he it. goes, yeah, but after that, I got up, and then I knocked him the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> or like uh, there was a pregnancy scare in yeah. one episode. But the cheating a... one at the end of season seven is the one that got Ooh, me. Like, holy fuck. I was actually upset about it. And I'm not going to say who it is, who's cheating on who. That was actually very upsetting. fuck me, that was really upsetting because I love them French girls. Dude, the two French girls, when they show up mm. the one that was dating fucking dairy though i you was mean, like dairy's the most mutant fuck of all these you guys. mean the you <laughs> yeah the you because yeah her you get to a point where he finds out his girl's instagram is like way over the top risque, risque. Oh. 
But uh, yeah, and meanwhile, he's like hasn't heard from her in two weeks. So you do the math. So you do the math. <laughs> gotcha. But every time they put bring you it do up the math, boy. It's like you. Yeah, you. That's a whole episode. <laughs> it's a whole episode. Figure dude. Uh, figure figure dude. So if you like stupid, very smart, stupid comedy, I guess. Yeah. Um, yep. If you're a fan of the uh, Apatow and you're yeah. a fan of Trailer Park It's like Apatow and... meets Always Sunny in Philadelphia meets Napoleon yes. Dynamite meets Wes Anderson. God. That's pretty Little good. Yeah. Susans of That's everything. That's actually pretty good. That is a cavalcade of images, but you're right. But you're right. Like, it really is. All of those things apply in more, oddly yeah. enough. Um, but very well acted. You've never seen these people on anything else. Um, so it's all fresh faces um, yeah. and very, very well done. And amazingly well shot and edited mm-hmm. like it's not a regular sitcom or tv show the way that they, they pan out slowly they pan fucking... and turn so that the background's becoming more dynamic it took me a second and to a great that. soundtrack like oh they used and the, ama- we didn't the, talk about we that. didn't even talk about how like their rock Whoa. their hip-hop the dude, edm songs are dope that they dude, put over they there. fucking they do they make references to like very relevant artists like yeah. of today that i've never heard on other shows and there are episodes that are 50 percent Rap, dance, yeah, battle. Oh, God. <laughs> and oh my it's God. It's fucking dude. amazing. It's so good. You'll enjoy every second of every it. Every second. Um, yeah, what Stuart is phenomenal. Stuart. So. Wondrous. 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 Incroyable. It's so good. Uh, but, but watch that show if you haven't already. Start. You probably have. Start. Um, it's just endlessly entertaining and will absolutely take over your entire yeah. lexicon. Speaking of, of your all life. this, by the way, I like I said, they're blowing up. They're doing a live tour starting this year and it hits Denver in April, April 10th. Something to think about. They're going to do funny, like though. bits. And I imagine they'll be very similar to them sitting in front of the I'm produce sure. stand and all doing the back and forth. I'm like just, sketches I'm those work just so hoping low. that the girls in the crowd reflect the quality of the, the people that live in Letterkenny. They shan't. They shan't, dude. I, I, dude, I just want. It's wanna, just gonna be one beast after another. I, on I, it. I'm waiting to re- meet the real, the real McMurray family. Like, where's the fucking swinger couple that's like a hard redneck and his super oh hot God, wife so and his funny. gorgeous daughter that looks like maybe she's five years younger than her mom. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> Bonnie <laughs> McMurray. Bonnie McMurray. God, when they kept showing her in all the different outfits, oh, where they're like trying to judge out, her, and you're just like, she's dressed as Pocahontas, and they're like, well, that's not good. And he's like, actually, I'm going to protest the, <laughs> and they're just constantly trying. Trying to see if Bonnie's yeah, that's, is legit. That's not who you're going to be sitting next to. No, no. that's not. I you're mean, going to be sitting next to a girl named Betty that owns her own security company. <laughs> and she's a part she's got love, hate the, tattoos yeah. on her knuckles. On the weekends, she plays bass in a Sleater Kenny tribute band. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she owns a tire store. You know what I mean? Well, um, that's well. That's when she's not rolling jits at DMA. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so watch some Letter Kenny. We've also <laughs> sorry, dude. I did. I use a little bit too much jargon and local <laughs> shit. Super funny. <laughs> so, so, yeah, she's CBD harvester. Hey, oh, you um, lay off my CBD sorry pals. About that. Fuck sticks. Sorry you know what? That. Some of my best lesbians harvest CBD. <laughs> the ones that he owns that he bought And I'm not online. even saying that tongue-in-cheek. They have very nimble fingers, the yeah. lesbians. Uh, we gotta get back on that dark web. That dark web episode over like, give yeah. me dark web. Let's go I want dark web. Let's go back I, to that. We need to go back to the dark web and find some uh, fucked up I'm shit. I'm thinking about dark really web. going back to the dark I'm web. hoping yeah. it's not Jay Barra show. Because in Canada, it's not the alt-right, it's the hard right. It's the hard right. I'm hard right. Did hard you get right. to his episode? Jay Barishal. Oh, Jay Barishal is this guy oh, that's on the dark up? web. Yeah, he, he shows up. As this member of the hard right, hard right Jay. 
I have it's a feeling funny. that the the roles aren't just pouring in for Jay. No, he's, he's a good kid. He's funny. He produces though. a lot like of his Jay own Gray, shit. So. He does a lot of his yeah. own shit. He writes and he makes his own shit. I so would too if I was best friends with Seth Rogen. Like I'd probably find a way to get success. Just saying, in the world. Yeah, that's all. Loonies go further than dollars. They do. Loonies and toonies are further than dollars. Well, cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Ferda, boys. Ferda. All right, we're gonna we're gonna let that one lie. All right, now let's take another hard right. Let's talk about that Jojo Rabbit, boys. Boy, talk about it. Talk about diametrically a movie opposed concept. It reminded me of having a bipolar girlfriend in college, where it's like constantly laughing and crying is happening back to back to back. back I mean, <laughs> you mean at the same time? Yeah, or at the same yeah. time? Yeah, laugh crying. So, Bob, fun. Bobby, does, does anyone have like background on this? Like, like I mean, I don't know if our. I don't Jojo know. Rabbit. It's okay. not a widely talked about film. It, it is. It is if and you're a nerd, like, or if you if you sure. watch, like if you're the type of person that watched the Golden Globes, people were being asked about that on the red carpet in Taika. Like, if you're following the industry, Jojo Rabbit's up there for and, Oscar and contention. All I know is it was originally a book that was adapted yes. by Taika in a in a script for a screenplay, which he also directed. Well, let's talk started. about Taika. I was about to yeah. say, like, that's probably the best place to start. Sure. I, I mean, he's he. My familiarity with them is predominantly through what we do in what shadows. What we do in shadows, yeah. Which is in the world of mockumentaries, one of the funniest one fucking funniest. things you'll ever see. That's and good. he is absolutely fucking hysterical in it. Um, great cast. Jermaine Clement is also in that. A lot of the dudes from like Reese Flight of the Conchords. Reese is in it. As, one of the, as the leader Darby. of the werewolves. <laughs> oh, God. And he's so funny. And there's something naturally funny about uh, Kiwi. So, like, maybe it's a cheat code. Yeah. Because there's just something naturally funny about those dudes. Yeah, what if they're like dog shit their, in their home country? You know, but they, here yeah. we just get no their comedy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, he also famously did a Thor Ragnarok. That's when I heard of him. I started watching every. I had seen what we do in the shadows, but I had no idea it was his brainchild. Right. I thought it was a Flight of the Concords thing. No, in my opinion, I thought it was Jermaine's deal, and he was just a really funny side. Right. That's how he uh, exploded onto the scene with Thor Ragnarok. But he's yeah. also been acting of... for a while. Like oh, I didn't yeah, realize no, he's, he's been in tons of, tons of these he's things, and I was like, shit. what the yeah. fuck. But, he pops but, up a lot. But he really like that's when he really oh, yeah. came to everybody's and not just writing and directing, but also. Being the big giant CGI rock monster, yeah, yeah, yeah. who was Korg, hilarious, the funniest part hey, of that fucking over movie. Over here, look now, I'm I'm like a thing, oh. I'm a bean. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but when the rock falls off his chest and he's like, oh, there that goes. It makes me laugh so fucking hard. Yeah, it just makes me laugh so hard. Well, there's a whole, so there's a new this guy Doug who came from Ska and works at Steamworks started working at Steamworks and it's he's 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 been new. For two years, because everybody calls him New Doug. New Doug. Hey, New Doug. Yeah. I'm going to call you New Doug. New to Doug. the day he dies. Yes. And everybody named Doug that shows up anywhere for a first job, you can thank yeah, yeah. Taika Waititi for you being New Doug New for Doug. the rest of your fucking no, no, life. Sure. No doubt about for it. For sure. Well, this film is a little, it's a hard tech. Yeah. It's weird. Um, it's, it's a different, um, it's different thematically. Mm. Um, but it's also, so. <sighs> Nutshell it. Conceptually, what we're talking about is Nazi Germany. Yes. So, but we're deep, through the eyes of through the eyes of a, a child. HJ. Um, and I can't remember what they the youth core it, Hitler youth HJs. Hitler youth. Yeah, they they Hitler and this this shit. young man like looked up Adolf Hitler so much that Adolf. And we won't spoilery too much, but yeah. like we're, this is in the trailer. Yeah. Um, his imaginary friend becomes 
Adolf Hitler. Who is played or by... Adolf Hitler becomes his imaginary yeah. friend. How People bullied me too. Like, I was saying, you're so crazy. You're just lunatics <laughs> going to get us killed. And then he just looks yeah. like, see, I'm <laughs> fine now. Like, <laughs> so I didn't really know what to expect going into this. Either yeah, did I. At all. I mean, I didn't. wasn't sure, well, what the fuck is he doing with this? What he did with it, to me, um, harkens back a lot to Monty Python. Mm. Like mm. their sense of parody, mm. um, their satirical take on what the fuck is going on. I mean, obviously, fascism. A little been, less absurdist. It's a Theirs little less absurdist. Way, yeah. And a little um, less absurdist than the way that like Mel Brooks approaches the subject as well. It, but it, it, it reminded, there's this, tonally, there was something there. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking about Life of Brian. Like yeah. while I'm huh. watching it, I'm just like, man, I just, I just haven't seen a movie take on a subject so painfully <laughs> unfunny. Yeah. As the crucifixion of Christ. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not the funniest thing that's ever happened. Well, right? to you, it's not. Or the, pl- or the plague. I mean, sure. Like, The Passion of the Christ made a lot of extra money for me because I was like, that was my favorite comedy of the year. Seriously, when that <laughs> it was fucker is getting the blood beat out of him at the end, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you signed up for this, bro. You didn't have to. You could have just fucking sauntered away on water, brother. Nice job, Caviezel. Yeah, way to go, bro. <laughs> Notice <laughs> how you don't Hasn't get worked so much since. work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I would say like it, it's it's it is that it is absurdist comedy. Um, we're dealing with really really dark issues, yeah. which I think I feel like the filmmakers maybe were like, okay, so fascism has had like an uprise, an uptick yeah. in popularity, um, and so they want to maybe broach the subject that way and mm-hmm. how people fall in line and how you're treated as um, a dissenter. Mm-hmm. You know, which comes very to fruit in that movie in really, really dark ways. Yeah. And um, also just the idea that they brought these kids to the forefront who are fucking really good actors. That kid that plays Every single, uh, Jojo. That, oh, Jojo. That he's kid. so good. That it reminds, he reminds, it's the best performance I've seen by a young person like that since the kid from Room, Jason. Uh, oh, yeah, Jacob yeah. Tremblay, who's been in more shit since then. Mm-hmm. Like, unfortunately, he was in that shitty Predators movie. Oh, but yes, he, he also was in that Good Boys movie, which, while it wasn't what it was billed, which is the hangover but with kids and it's yeah. going to be that. Like, it was funny. Yeah, it was but funny. the kid's fantastic. You could tell he's going to have a long career as long as he doesn't fuck himself up. This kid is, like, next level actor. Yes. And if he doesn't get, like, they usually don't give really young people nominations. I think Anna Paquin's the one person who Kirsten Dunst. Won. Kirsten Dunst, Dunst got nominated for yeah, Interview yeah. with a Vampire. Yeah, Anna won, but Anna Paquin won Best Supporting Actress for the Piano. And I think that's the youngest person to win that she big of a should have got it for the professional. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, uh, that's Natalie that, Portman. Or Portman. Portman should have yeah. got Anna it. Anna Paquin's the one that became Rogue right. and then busted her titties out in that vampire no, show on HBO but, for all of us. But that's probably, <laughs> if I had to go down, like, one, the the best kid performance, it has to go to Osment in Sixth Sense. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Or it goes to fucking Portman and fucking Professional. She was, yeah. she was pretty. I, Portman and the Professional. I she was like, fucking amazing, dude. For a child performance in an adult movie. Unbelievable. Uh, fucking Jodie Foster and Taxi Driver. Yeah, you got to go way back. Yeah, but she actually got. Didn't she? She got nominated. She but got she nominated. Didn't win. Right. Right. Yeah, Boy, that was right. pre what? That was pre everything too. Yeah. So I guess that's true too. But anyway, well, I don't um, know. Maybe that's the the magic formula to like pushing a, a kid actor forward is putting them in something fucked up. Really, yeah. just but this like is but this one's fucked up, and it's know? not necessarily the subject matter's fucked up, but it's not so fucked up. Yeah, there's that not it's a tough for of, the actor to like deal with it. No, because there's not a lot of thematically. Scenes. Thematically, he wants to be a part of something, and he also loves his mother, and mm-hmm. he. But he's like a fundamentalist. He's a pretty girl and falls in love with. Her. I mean, like he, the themes are all very classic, yes. mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And he just does an amazing job with that. I think the screenplay is sharp as 
fucking yeah. fuck. I mean, it could cut glass. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's really, really smart. I think it's really well done. I think Aaron was text. We were texting back and forth before this, and he was like, "Well, I don't know how I feel about that. I really, yeah. I, I can't get my yeah." And I get that, like, because it, it is a troubling kind of. Uh, it's it's a challenging movie. The subject mm-hmm. matter is hard either way. Whether it's Schindler's List or you're trying to make fun of it, or if it's fucking Hitler on ice, Mel Brooks. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> it's a troubling subject matter. So in and of itself, it it brings up emotions and things it that is. are unpleasant. Yeah. Is this quirky and Frank? Yeah, this is, well, well, that's what I. It was Schindler's List meets fucking Royal Tenenbaums. And frankly has, speaking, uh, it has a lot of Wes. Did you guys feel like it had well, Wes Anderson? It had Wes Andersony feel to it, but not like Wes Anderson well, has a style that has such sharp edges on it that it's yeah, like but so Wes clearly, Anderson isn't as f- overtly funny. No, it, well, no, he's not as overtly he funny. It's way more they dry. They were trying to be funny, but the production design and the cinematography, uh-huh. it was like Wes Anderson, but less polished, which I appreciated because and less. Yeah, when I'm watching that, yeah, when I'm watching this symmetrical like every set piece mise-en-scene fucking pornography that is Wes Anderson movies it had enough of that but not where it was rough enough around the edges that I didn't feel like I was watching a carbon copy of one of his no I wouldn't even have thought directorially Wes Anderson would even enter the frame you mentioned it I understand why not directorially but definitely cinematography I think writing wise they were trying to be overtly funny and I think that was smart it wasn't dry humor it was outward overt humor the the funny parts were supposed to be definitely be funny like there was no there was no uh, decision making on that um the uh, when you're dealing with that type of subject matter, you're going to have to address the subject matter at some point. So mm-hmm. no matter how lighthearted you you make it, and the movie for the first half was all lighthearted. For there the was part, no yeah. heavy parts. Yeah. And then reality eventually is going to cut catch up with the bit. humor. I mean, a kid getting and, blown up by a fucking grenade's pretty. Yeah, but, they but made even fun of it. even that became funny in and of itself. Oh, it was hilarious. Um, but. Waititi would come in who played so the guy that screenplayed it and directed it the, the guy we were talking about also played Hitler and every time he showed up that was your comic relief you knew it was you knew okay we got to take a little bit of a breath yeah there was like a couple um, of beats where he got serious and maybe a little weird and demented but it was the end but like for the you most mean part it, you mean that Hitler in like, yeah. he came in he was the Harvey or the you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. no which is Just, I mean he was Harvey right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. but he changes I thought that his imaginary friend changed as the because the the lighthearted view of it I always saw well, and by always I mean since this morning <laughs> as this is we're seeing this through the eyes of a 10 year old child so everything yeah. is a little bit more cartoonish and nothing is really as serious as you sure. think it is because it's this idea like that you don't realize the horrors that are yeah. really going on and as he changes the imaginary friend turns on him as he's changing from yeah. somebody that really believes leaving. in this shit to somebody yeah. who realizes how ridiculous it is and falls in love with the well, Jewish yeah, girl because you're kind of hiding. world creating inside this little kid's head yeah, and then right. as reality changes of course his perception yeah. of like he's like an evil he's like an e- he's evil by the end by the time fucking Definitely. Taika comes back as Hitler post like when shit starts to go south for <laughs> post for the uh, yeah. yeah and they, it, that's they, when you start yeah. to see like him go really I can't say evil. what I was gonna say because it'll get yeah, don't well, you, by you, the way don't ruin it the, the fucking Germans something. lose World War II yeah <laughs> I know you, you, you mentioned something uh, that 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 hit me while you said it was about it's it's those tropes of you know um, it's the kid trying to find a place and
and uh, trying to figure out going into adolescence and belonging and and how do you square the circle of loving mm-hmm. your family and then loving a co- yeah like and thematically so it's just, my girl just yeah. because that's the fucked up thing I thought about this because I thought when if you you were going to show it to Izzy I was about Izzy's age when I saw my girl and that movie did fuck with me sure. but it also did prepare me for how to deal yeah, with death, death to a certain degree right. and knowing that everything's fucking well, what I was has gonna, an expiration what I was date say is this this happened to be Germany in the, you know, this just happened to be Germany in the 20s when it mm-hmm. could have easily been Georgia 40s, in the 40s. Yeah. It could, it's still a little kid's um, um, obsession of belonging. Yeah. And it just happened to be he was in Germany during the Nazi era. So, of course, he wanted to belong yeah. to the biggest gang. And God and it bless could have been Taika anything. for wanting to, um, like, frame it in that way because it does make it a more mm-hmm. jarring Oh yeah, sensory listen, kind of experience. Listen to this day, and I don't know if it'll be the same for my daughter. Just kind of weird to think about. Yeah. But the, every time you see a swastika, yeah, something happens in you. Yeah, there's a thing that lights up inside. I'm wondering if my daughter's ten now, when she's twenty. Is she going to see a swastika and feel anything? No, no. Is it going to be, be more so worried about far removed? First order symbols from Star Wars. Is it going to be that? so far removed where it no longer has that impact? Because we're old enough to still have friends of ours who had parents that were yeah. in a camp, or, yeah. or, or a grandparent that fought in the yeah, war. Like my step grandmother was so, in my, the shit. Like my great yeah. my great grandfather fought in the first war. My grandfather fought in the second world war. My dad fought in Vietnam. So like those ties are very deep. She, her dad had never fought in a war. No. So I'm wondering, it's kind uh, of strange. You've been in that restaurant, Foxhole. Dog. I, I'm I, sure I, no one's shooting at you. Mean streets of fucking Reseda. Um, <laughs> this is a weird question. Have you ever met anyone that fought in Korea? Yeah. My grandfather okay. fought in Korea. He was shot to wonder heavy wonder artillery. That shit ever happened. Well, it's the Forgotten War. <laughs> it is the For Forgotten War. It's like yeah. Grenada, but yeah. bigger. Because yeah. I don't think I've ever actually met an older veteran. I, everyone's got that, like, you know, obviously, like, yeah, our grandfathers and stuff were like, yeah, you know, we were... WWI. Yeah. My grandfather was. Exactly we were in the big age. one. Yeah, the big one. Yeah, he was you born know, in my like old man. Thirty one you know, or transported dead bodies in Vietnam. And- Both mm-hmm. my grandparents fought to a degree. Well, my grandfather was like on maneuvers. Got but like he was in the navy, so he got on one patrol of the Korean War, and but nothing happened. Well, thank and then you. my grandfather on my dad's side was shooting heavy artillery, and because we were starting to think it didn't exist. I know I was getting ready to call. He Blake knows he's responsible about for the Mandela effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can go down the Blake Mandela effect. Do we- all by the way, that fucking thing happened because it didn't fucking happen. <laughs> the Korean War was not a thing. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Which parallel uh-uh. was it? No. No. no, no. They just want to have some sort of plight behind selling that barbecue. Was it the forty seventh parallel? Was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! I remember that. I can't remember anything. Well, Why you do. do we usually that? have to conjure it out of you. Like you won't remember something until oh, we tell true. a story yeah. that like juxtaposes perfectly. Well, the only thing that grounds me when it comes to the Korean War, I'm just weird that I took. A Why are we this, going? Why are we talking? About um, this? Was that <laughs> MacArthur movie? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like Douglas MacArthur. Good night. Oh, oh yeah. Well, because Good Night and Good Luck was about the MacArthur. That's McCarthy. Oh MacArthur. Yeah, MacArthur. No, Not Douglas General MacArthur. MacArthur. Not the ge- the general. You mean the general they parodied in MacArthur? The general yeah, that right? they parried in uh, parried in Mars attacks, and he famously Kill! stood Kill! like knee deep on the beach, right. yes, exactly, giving his speech yep. and very still wearing still wearing those yeah. Dudley do right yeah, puffy Dudley fucking Durant pants puffy things, and aviator glasses those, that night. One of those coming back. I want them to come back so bad. Oh, the hip swingers, dude. Hell yeah, That's bro. What's up, dog? Um, yeah, they're gonna come back when swing dancing's back but, again. But I think, I think, I, I think, I, I text both you guys and I said it was an absolutely gorgeous movie. I loved it and I will never watch it again. See, that um, I didn't feel. I felt like it was a movie I, I could watch over and over again. Uh, I, I, I will. I, I, I think from an uh, from a direct 
actoral standpoint, from an acting standpoint, from a writing standpoint, it is worthy of more than one watch. I just have a very, very hard time. Um, it, it, that, that whole episode of history is really tough for me for some reason. Maybe that's because I come from Germanic background, mm. but I was like married to an Israeli, like a Jew. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like there's these weird conflicting emotions that pop up every time I see that. Yep. And it's very hard for me to get lighthearted about it yeah. um, because I know at the end of the day what really happened. Even within the context of this movie, there's some scenes that you're just like, Ugh, fuck yourself. And then at the very end, the wrap up, which I didn't cry during the whole movie except for the very end which is oh, when they showed the yeah. quote yeah yeah oh, yeah man that quote that rilke quote well which, i got which guys. is basically feel everything good and evil and understand yeah. it and deal it, it was basically like this is all happening at once it's all good and it's all evil yep. and you're just gonna have to go forward young man well, and i thought it was you know, to use one of your words a very salient quote yes for where we're salient as fuck a hundred percent and it relates back to what we're going through right now you know, how yeah. divisive and how weird and fascism Stop is a very shelting big yourself like don't just sit around and watch msnbc no or, or cnn watch the or things anything. you're not comfortable with read absolutely uh, read and, some shit and it happened and burying your head in the sand doesn't make it not happen. No. Um, um, and, and real quick, before we move on, like, I wanted to talk about the acting. You brought that up. Um, ScarJ was fucking gnarly good, too. God damn. Yeah, well, she's just been crushed. My first thought of, of always forever. is when Sam Rockwell is in a movie, I just oh. want to jump all over yeah, his dick. Yeah, right. I just want to jump all over his dick yeah, man. Too. and fucking the, scream it from I the I think I watched tops. three billboards like five yeah. times oh. in the week leading up to the Oscars, like getting like I was a cheerleader. And, and, and to be clear, <laughs> that he's shit was so good. phenomenal in this movie. He's fucking yeah. He might, He might, in some weird ways, especially the ending. Oh, <laughs> Dude, yeah. He might have stolen the movie at the end, and Waititi's probably going to go down as being the most like impactful character because he's fucking Hitler. Yeah, Scarjo, super nuanced. The yeah, kid. Was I wanted to talk but, about her because but this Rockwell is just so out like, of her wheelhouse. Oh my god! Uh, like, well, it's this got is so in She was so light. Wheelhouse. I, she was so light. You know, absurdist, I'd feel, fucked up well, I'd, comedy. Is she's what done he's plenty of them. But is she she hasn't done it forever. But I feel like you but could geez. put this in a three pack of her like art house movies with Ghost World, Ghost World. and um, Lost in Translation. And then um, the, the other You alien forgot one. about the alien one where she was seducing guys and murking them. In your skin. or In your, yeah. in your own skin. In your, yeah. Oh, in your, have yeah. you not seen that? Uh, I've seen the screenshots and Google okay, images when I search for certain things. She but. is. Uh, she <laughs> the is, movie's actually good. No, it looks well, good. Granted, she's naked in it. So That's there's the reason I've seen the to see it. But yeah. Um, yeah. it's a very weird take on, on whatever otherworldliness alien stuff is going on. I've never. There's never been anything written. Has she like ever that done before. like a maternal? Other, well, she did the marriage. And the, the marriage, marriage recently. Marriage story. Um, she was lightly maternal in Hail Caesar. As yeah, she's was, dealing with the pregnancy. No, but she was so, like a, she was honestly the light of the movie. Well, she, yeah. was, she was she all was. good. She was the angel and, of And the if movie. you think about it, yeah. there's a moment in that movie, which we won't discuss, but like that's when everything turned. Yeah. Oh my God. That's where everything got. That's, that's when Homeboy starts to grow up. That's the end of the and second act. And the bombs were going right off there. literally yeah. and figuratively, and, right? And, and like, that's what happens. And 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 her performance carried you through that. Yeah, it, may, it was the only thing that didn't want to make you yeah. turn it off. I, I just, I'm, yeah. I don't know. It All also, I wanted to say was like, I'm really proud of her for that. I think fuck. she did an amazing job. But Rockwell, like even her alluding, accent was not horrible. No, and all that. But you know, Rock, she was fun. Going back to Rockwell, might have stolen the movie. Yeah. 
Um, he's well, so yeah. carefree and easy with his acting. Mm -hmm. It's almost upsetting. Like having acted, I've never been well, in front of it, camera. It's a skill. God, he's he just has. so easy. Because he's with not everything. that guy. Like the funny thing is when you listen to him in podcasts or you watch him in interviews and he's very actory. Yeah. Like he he's, you know what I mean? He's very aware of his Shall role. Shall we say McConaughey? Very, yeah. He's no. very aware of what I'm doing. <laughs> no, McConaughey is still a good I'm old kidding, boy. I'm kidding. No, he's not. But that it speaks to his, his natural. <laughs> he has like a natural charisma that it speaks to. Right. That he brings forward in his roles, which Everything. I find very, very appealing. I, 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 I I like everything he does. That likability that he has, Pretty that much. instant, I want to be your friend and have a beer with you. Yeah. Part. Oh, like but I'm then just you like, mix oh, that with, in it? But then you mix that with being an asshole. Like yeah. at, at Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. Like no. you mix that with what he can do being an well, asshole. Well, he was absolutely cosmic, nuts. cosmic George Bush in yeah. that one. Yeah, or, yeah exactly. <laughs> or being nuts. Yeah, when he was George Bush in fucking Vice. Oh, God. He was oh, no, so I know. Which I'm but, like, well, you already did this. But like Seven Psychopaths. Well, seven Psychopaths. He plays the type of guy that's the heart of gold, Ted Bundy type that turns out to be the one that's fucking that's murdering everyone. Yeah. But Solar, um, Solar. He's, done, he's done some really good. Well, I, if we're going to talk true lifetime fucking achievement award kind of shit for <laughs> Sam Rockwell. What's going to get the most uh, the most seconds on moon. his reel? Moon. Oh, yeah, moon. 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 I mean, the moon, role that is, he played, the roles that he played. Which is another movie nobody's ever Whoa. seen, probably aside from the people Unless at this table. Well, no, there's um, the, the, the people that appreciate really good cinema, the types of people that used to go to Tower Records to look for shit that was just coming out. Yeah. Criterion Collection shit. Are we gonna, we're, which was directed we're by Duncan breed. Jones, mm -hmm. who's David Bowie's son. Yeah. And we're going to talk a little David Bowie later, we but are. like David Bowie's uh, D-Day was a couple days ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think four year anniversary. Yeah. Four years. Yep. So anyways, Duncan Jones directed Sam Rockwell. Crazy though. Moon. Think about that. And, uh, yeah. But, um, really but, uh, but a tremendous movie. It's so good. Everybody Again, see that shit. I, I, that's I, in a I, strong contention. If you're one of those people that cares about seeing best picture, that's probably going to be best and, picture. And, and, and honestly. Do you think. I do, well, just because of you got to well, know, knowing you what to I know. the Jewish conspiracy? Right, no. Is that where we're going? No. no. <laughs> well, why wouldn't it be? Just trust me. I was the only, I was the only person I You're knew last year. that's one of the not top that, five movies That Green Book, year? nobody saw Green Book coming. Nobody thought saw Green Book no, was going to be, they were like, and it'll I, be getting nominated. I honestly, but kind it's going to win. I can totally understand. And I called like that. a momentum on that. I was the only one that thought that it's Shape of Water had a really, Shape of Water actually has a chance and nobody's thinking that's going to be best, but it turned out to be best picture. I have a feeling this one, not only because I think that it's it's twofold. One, yes, you have the Jewish angle that a lot of the people that are voting for it appreciate He's content get, if that is, has to do with that play. era. They're not going to give him directing. Taika Waititi, it's, if, if, if the director or writer wasn't Jewish like Taika was, it would be a totally different conversation people are having because that label means something when it comes to the way you're presenting this kind of content. Well, but, in the words of it's the uh, way that they not only did that, but they humanized the some of the Nazis, and I say that in quotes. And it's something that people don't realize now because we're so divided that we just call people this on this side and this on this side, and you don't realize that there's a handful of good people that are one conversation away from being realizing how stupid they are, going back to or Rockwell. going through the real shit that right. actually makes them take a look. Rockwell was the human element, and he all. was yes. the human element of the bad guy. Yeah, and then um, like Stephen Merchant comes in and just. Is Ugh. the creepiest? Is the creepiest? The, you know, fuck and but, what's her name? The, who's the chubby girl from Pitch Perfect? The, Rebel Wilson. Rebel. I found her to be the most overbearing she just, part of she it. She was like the comical. It was like, funny. She was she was a Looney Tunes character where she takes a kid and grabs like pulls the pin on the grenade on his back and is like go, go give, give that, that American, American a hug. A hug. <laughs> uh, yeah, she that. did exactly what they needed her to do in that she movie. Did. That's why they she cast did. her in that role. They wanted her to that be that role Rebel was Wilson. likely written for her. Absolutely, my guess. 
But again, if you haven't seen it, um, see the and you're a fan of, of anything that doesn't suck, yeah. you should probably see that. Um, yeah. if Unless you're, you're the, a white if, nationalist, if you might the, not like the movie. If so. you're a Texans fan, you just gave up 41 straight points, <laughs> and you're the worst. Um, <laughs> but go see Jojo Rabbit. Hey, it's but at least they it. don't have to deal with a bunch of humidity. No. In Houston, it's that's mostly humid. There. It's mostly Their humid. lives are okay. it's, it's pretty sticky. Yeah. That was a stretch, dog. <laughs> um, Speaking, we could probably roll this into Bobby's song yes. because we're on Jojo Rabbit, and I think your song relates to this oh, movie in a very sentient way, right? I was almost hoping to just end the podcast on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, always grind to grab that spot. Always trying to grab that spot. <laughs> now that we, I'm thinking about it, it's a little spoilery. I can't talk about it too much. Why? It's not really spoilery. It's just the movie. It 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 takes you from so, the very end moment through the credits. It's a it's featured prominently in the film and yeah. David Bowie's, I don't, I don't know if this is one of it, maybe his most famous song. Ultimately, no, if you know. think about all of his, unfortunately, I don't think it is. I think as far as like how it's been portrayed in films and it just used over and over and over again, it's, and it's gotten more play through the generations, but it wasn't it like his biggest hit. No, at the time, it's definitely career. not. Um, Unfortunately, the modern, funny. the modern it just love seems album like, is the all yeah, his biggest it is. hits, and it just seems like a, a a song that like just pops up all the fucking time. Sure, which is fine. I'll listen. To, I don't give a. I will listen to David Bowie's shittiest fucking song a lot more than I will listen to a lot of shit Over that your you guys are listening. Right. Did the Wallflowers do a version of this shit? I don't know, but I yeah, think it was the Godzilla yeah. soundtrack. Godzilla '98 had a better soundtrack than the I'm movie. Saying. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're talking about heroes. Um, there's a moment in the film which is incredibly powerful mm. and made me just well up like a child. Yep. Um, and I'm watching it. When I watched this, it was literally on the anniversary of David Bowie's mm-hmm. death. Crazy. Um, which was kind of a big day. Total for me. happenstance, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's but weird. Did, you didn't see it. I coming. had no fucking idea that that this song was featured oh. prominently in Jojo Rabbit of all things. Right. right. It's a period piece. Um, so, anyways, but threw some Beatles in there in German as well. As that it turns really out, good. David uh, recorded a German version of this song a few years ago for other markets, that kind of thing. And Taika decided to use it prominently. Mm-hmm. And I found it it just dusted me. So I know it's a really old song. And normally we're trying to like bring new songs to you guys. But I just wanted to talk about the fact that Taika was so badass. To use it to David hunt Bowie. this down, I didn't to even hunt know this, this down. I, I bet he heard it just somewhere offhand. Right. Well, you'd be surprised how many songs that, if you're that big, get recorded in multiple languages. Oh, no, they like, do. The Beatles they have do. like so many a songs ton, in a ton of different a ton. languages. Yeah, yeah. But sure. this, so this song is actually called Helden. Yes. Mm-hmm. By Mr. David Bowie. Helden. Yes. Of the Stardust Bowies. What I've understood is he liked to lay with men. <laughs> Mick Yaga. From what I understand, he's the only person that could take all of Mick's Vanstuka into his throat. His Vanstuka. <laughs> Niemand 
gibt uns eine Chance. Doch können wir sie dann für immer und immer. Und wir sind dann Heaven für einen Tag. So um, that is fantastic, heartwarming, heart wrenching, sad and wonderful all at the same time. Much like Jojo Rabbit, um, yes, is Bowie's passing. My dick is crying. How, comedy tears. How many movies is that fucking song showed up in? Everything. You know what? It's funny because when he released that song, which was fucking several decades ago, it kind of went under the radar. Dude. I think it did too. And and then the Wallflowers, I think, covered it. At one point, and then it had like kind of a resurgence for the Godzilla and, soundtrack, <laughs> and then it really went dormant again. I don't even know how many people knew yeah. that that was written and originally performed. There was by some Bowie. indie movie with some right. um, Harry Potter actress, Emma I, Watson. Oh yeah, yeah. Who, by the so, way, uh, still on my top ten, which they oh, used it in yeah. that for sure. Easy. But yeah, anyway, really? Okay, I, I don't know why. I, can't I don't want to get it, into your Emma Watson. My weirdness. I yeah. She's might be one of the most she she's might be one of the most fuckable persons here on See? the planet. <laughs> Squirrely mode. <laughs> Squirrely mode wants Squirrely to fuck Mo Hermione to fuck Granger. Her. Yeah. No. No, I want to fuck Emma I don't want to I want to fuck now Emma Watson. Yeah. I don't want to go back in time and fuck a child with my magic. There was wand. like a 4 year ago upskirt that I saw of her and I I haven't been able to let it go. Yeah, I know. Um it's quite the that's all quite the elegant so, understated gash there, boys. Oh, God, <laughs> so wait, you're saying that she has a vagina? Yeah, but it's prim and proper. It I'm gonna, I'm gonna like let a, it go. Doesn't look like a poorly trimmed T-bone. Yeah. I'm gonna it say looks, I'm gonna let it go, boys. We've all seen vaginas. Yeah, but no, <laughs> you gotta see. You rarely I've see one that doesn't fucking... look like there was poor attention to. And the I know people being, say I've never I seen. I know drapes. people say they come in all shapes and sizes, they, but that's they not actually true. do. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. They come in all sizes. Dude, yeah. there's <laughs> there's innies and outies. Sir. Yeah, there's well. innies and outies. And let me tell you this. Based on that based yeah, on the thing that's we not saw, their vagina. That's yeah, their it is. labia. No, it is no, because yeah, part but it of depends the, on how it is in the fucking wild. unit, dude. Okay, so we gotta come up with another name then. How do we explain to box. Bobby? Bobby's not getting call it. Call it a Hogwarts. Okay. He's gonna call it a box. Bobby. This vagina looks like if someone told me that Emma Watson I'm a hatchet wound. If someone told me that Emma Watson had dolphin blood, I would probably believe them because that's how watertight that fucker looked. Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, looking. okay, that's fair. Anyway, um, I've never seen that. We're gonna so. move on. Well, you haven't lived. This well, the podcast will end soon. Sean's yes, it will. Check it out. Sean's getting really aggressive about this. Never <laughs> getting. I brought it up, and he's aggressive. <laughs> I just want it. So. So but I, I love went, my wife. I love oh, my wife. Oh, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna talk. Squirrely Kate. Squirrely Kate. Squirrely Katie. Katie Cat. Um, we're gonna talk a little. Number one, I, I, I you know I just went six weeks of pure ratchet. I had so much shit to bring every single week, and we kind of had our real lives to contend with. So I landed on one thing, which we'll talk about in a second. Number one, I want uh, I want to call attention to a couple things. Not the song I'm doing, but just for you guys out there, if you're bored. Mac Miller um, posthumously released a new album. His first cut on it was Good News. Uh, if you're not a fan of Mac Miller, you might become one after listening to this. I was it not. Is, I, when he died, I, I had a notorious joke on Facebook that was, who the fuck is Mac Miller was my response right. to when he died. because I And, and no I idea. get it. And, and look, he's a, he's a kid from Pittsburgh, white kid from Pittsburgh that, that raps. But, what, but what's different than other guys 
a la the the mumble little pumpies of the world and all those fucking morons <laughs> is the fact that he also could actually play instruments. He was a producer. Yeah. He was I didn't a tremendous that. MC. Um, he rubbed shoulders with all the odd future kids. Like, I mean, he was embedded into hip hop culture. Um, this song, um, I was watching Fantano's uh, review of it and he was crying at the end of it because it was... He, I've never seen the guy, cry. he was what crying the at the end of the review because he was saying it's called good news, but it's like good news. All you want is good news and you're not worried about it when it's not good news. Well, All dude, you want to hear from you, me is good because news. Because now we got to play um, two of your goddamn songs because there's no way that we don't play this. I think they're the plucky strings in it, the kind of nuanced singing he does in it that isn't auto-tuned, thank God. Um He's talking about, I wonder what it's like on the other side. He's talking about like shit that's, uh, it's very much um, kind of speaking towards his demise. And anytime an artist does that, it's very powerful. How like all you want from me is good news and you don't want to hear when it's bad. I want to see what's on the other side. Um, really kind of heartbreaking. I love like, how you fucking beautiful. shoehorn another song in here, buddy. Sorry, Bob. I spent the whole day in my head. Do a little spring cleaning I'm always too busy dreaming Well, maybe I should wake up instead A lot of things I regret But I just say I forget Why can't it just be easy? Why does everybody need me to stay? Oh, I hate the feeling When you're high but you're underneath the ceiling Got the cards in my hand, I hate telling posthumous music from any artist and to see if they had some sort of inkling on what was to come and um yeah, always, these guys it's, always lay very, down, it's always very like it's it, these guys lay down lyrics and sometimes you can put it on whatever the fuck beat you yeah, want man. and this this probably out of the rest of the album was the most complete song so that's what they usually do posthumously is is they always put out the first single that makes sense a la jeff buckley tupac yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean weird oh, I was bridge to gap there jeff um but but again um you know, I got to go away for a while. I wonder if they'll miss me. Um, what's on the other side is all these like kind of I'm tired. Yeah. I want to lay down. Um, it's important. It's weird. It's and a it's weird really, thing. Well, and, it's perfectly perfect lyrics yeah. for him to release now. Posh me like, like you're talking about a song that's probably going to top way higher on the charts. It would have if they didn't pass. Oh, 100%, which is sad. Which is sad but, 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 but indicative of every of everybody. World. And again, not a world. If he was still alive, that song might not have even charted. 
But right. um, but might have been like, what's this well, avant-garde fucking heady bullshit? It's still well crafted. It's very it's much a good song. It's, it's a, a good, good. It's a great song. And if you didn't know any better, it's you would not, think it was um, a lighthearted drive oh, down the know. beach song. You brought up Jeff Buckley, who lived on posthumously. But then we get Sublime. <laughs> you get Bradley. You know, who made who one and a half albums? Yeah. And about the same as Jeff Buckley. Yeah, yeah, but he's yeah, but yeah, yeah, but Bradley, they're they have statues of that motherfucker in like San Diego it, and it's shit. I'm phenomenal. Like, well, he, he was a he was a he was a he was a um, Long Beach South, South Bay kid. So uh, yeah, so, he was yeah. he was Long, Long Beach. Beach. Yeah, and 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 I think in the 100 episodes that we've done, um, I've mentioned Sublime being my least favorite band. 79 times. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, no, and it's the same it's my, reason. It's, it's the reason that I hate certain bands for when you were the right age. You were 10 years older than me. So sure. Sublime hits when I'm like 12, 13. You're 21, 22-ish, 23. So that's the moment where you're like, everything that I've loved before this is great. Everything new now sucks. And let's give it 10 more years and then I'll start appreciating new shit. We all go through that in our 20s. Well, it's Sublime, like whatever's really popular and being beaten you over the head, Sublime you're going to fucking hate. Like I can't stand Katy Perry, fucking so, early Lady Gaga, all you're that not shit. Wrong. I'm not arguing with you. You're not wrong. Yeah. But I would argue <laughs> that uh, <laughs> my true hate of Sublime happened kind of late in my life. Because when I was in my early 20s, I could Who didn't whatever. enjoy it? Sublime came on. I was fine. It was right. fine. But like once I started like approaching 30s and I started actually listening to good music and then I was like, oh, yeah, this sucks. It's trite. It's sucks. It's kind of like party laid back. It's it's the it's the most pedestrian expression of that. I live in Long Beach with my dog. We go to the beach. We smoke pot. We don't we have modest living. But where we live is cool. It's the and that's about it. It's the Long Beach version of Take It Easy by the Eagles. I fucking I have had a long night and I hate the fucking Eagles. It's well, a garbage movie. I grew up. I I, I lived five <laughs> miles away from where Bradley was born during this whole explosion. Right. My ex wife couldn't him. couldn't find a band she likes more than Sublime. Okay. Uh, it was on loop for five years. I knew. Um, I, I knew. It was, I hated her. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was on loop for five fucking years. You could never get away with it. And every dickhead with a lifted truck had Sublime blasting um, in his fucking TRD. So I couldn't get away with it. It didn't mean the music was bad, but it's definitely um, it's definitely a glimpse into a very small microcosm of, of who we were. Of SoCal life. Of I just couldn't it, relate. Because it, it's not you know, relatable. The thing but is, I'm is you, like, I do mind when my dog runs away. You grow, you grow up at a beach. Though. You grow up on the beach. You grow up on the beach next to all these fucking, you know, fucking um, drug using beach dudes that just hang out all day and get drunk. Sublime makes perfect sense. Yeah. That's who they were. That there's yeah. no fucking. Bobby, around. you can totally. Rel- I remember when you I had that girlfriend, that Mixie. Mixie, remember? Well, Mixie was a different. story. Mixie was a different story, but you know. No. When I kiss Mixie, she makes me feel horny. I've heard because I'm the kind of lover with see, that sensitivity. I've heard three when she sublime songs. My now I hate it more. Tickle me fancy. I hate the right it more. Kind of loving on no, Sunday morning. No wait, they morning. went fucking raga. Right? Yeah, they, they really robbed raga. Yeah. They went ra- kind of ragamuffin. So you can say. Word. So if you want to hate Sublime, same they hate them for the same Oddly reason enough, that you hate best, Elvis. They stole the black man. Oddly enough, music. the best me- best song they ever yeah, did. Yeah, but the wrong black man. 
the, the best best song they ever did was with Gwen Stefani. That was a great. That was actually that's awesome. a great song. That's, that's a great literally song. a great song. You can. Well, that's funny though. That's interesting. I, I have no song. idea why they're we're talking about Sublime, but this is know. what we do. You Tangents. brought it up. Um, I did. Um, don't you feel like they just kind of rode on Gwen's momentum? No. Because she kind of brought a weird... Sc- I, they I mean, had a I'm grassroots talking, thing. I'm talking they like... You forget the squirrel nut zipper fucking no doubt yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of that. Yeah. Fuck the squirrel nut It was all fedoras so and fucking swing music. The dude Ugh. died at the right time? No, he died at best. Perfect. Time. You know what I mean? Yeah, he James Dean the shit out of it. Oh, yeah. Dude. He James Dean the yeah. fuck. Yeah. Everybody yeah, in a dub rock all-star <laughs> reggae band or whatever the fuck they're called, whoever and that tours new, and now that, that new calls, guy, Rony, should, Rooney, yeah. Rooney. They'll say they cried, but really what they did was laugh all the way to the fucking bank. All they did was died. took all of his smack that he If left. I die right now, <laughs> there's going to be dozens and dozens and dozens of people that remember me fondly. I'm going to go half half big. Holy shit. Which one of us is going to crawl up on that cross <laughs> and I die for the podcast, boys? If I would have died, oh, died four years ago, I mean... There would have been celebration in the street. I was Rumors the most, of your demise. I was one of the most hated men. I think in La Plata. I think nah, we're gonna go only by those girls that roll jits in DMA, dude. I think we're it was gonna... me and that guy that killed his fucking kid. No, you and oh, Mark Red, Red Wine and Bobby Noise. It was me and Red Wine, baby. Dude. Like, like Red like, Red Wine. I've had I've had groups of no less than eighteen women try to fucking like tell me what a piece of shit I am and tell me that I was. Yeah, but all based on kid. conjecture from someone's of story. Course. So, yeah, and sure. you're, you're none, talking about a small circle true, right, of Bobby? people. I just, I'm just none of it was true, right, Bobby? A small circle of people. Not even one second of it. We're gonna go. We're gonna. Ninety percent of Durango <laughs> doesn't still doesn't know the Should fuck we, uh, you are. I need a dart. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna play my actual song. I hope you guys don't. No, mind. you don't get your but song it, anymore. It's because a, you already got your one song. It's a banger, though. All right, you loved it. I love it. And this it's is always next week. Anytime there's a six foot six white guy. Is there guy, always next week? You can yeah, end up we like don't Bradley, dude. You don't fucking know. Anytime there's a six foot six white Jew from New York that sounds like Nas, we all need to pay attention. Sounds uh, like a movie that should be made by Japanese people. Because not only will it be streamlined, but that Jew will also be like and Godzilla. His name's stepping after on. a clockwork orange fucking character. Come on, dude. That's it's true. the trifecta. Or several characters. Your old Droog. Um, this song's called BDE. It's with Makami and Maybe one of the best MCs of all time, MF Doom, top 10. He's a pretty top much. 10. Yeah, I've heard of him. I've heard good um, things about him. This track is right out of fucking 36 Chambers. Um, yeah, it, it is. It's that so era, good. that feel. But he's the first MC production. on it. Tell me this kid doesn't sound like Nas, and he's talking about golden dreidels and, and, and iced out mezuzahs. And dude, he's going full Jew, dude. It's dope as fuck. Hey, JoJo Rabbit, we're dovetailing it. I'm going Jewish MC with Jojo Rabbit. Check it out, yeah. Shabbat Shalom. Or to watch the sort of spot you wrong. Got chrome, let it knock your goofy ass right out your phones. Ain't about pride, more like being grown. Cats love to scream, they outside. Be the ones who never make your home. Left comparisons alone. Real ones never thought I was a clone. Even with all the conspiracy theorists, my spirit's sown. Had bitches wet off the baritone. Y'all just like the rap, I'm like the rap. Sasha Baron Cohn, dudes just mad. They was passed over like Fredo. Or how I pulled up the Passover with a solid gold dreidel. Or the iced out Mazusa told my jeweler two tone. Extra rocks on it, like a Jewish tombstone. Next year, swing through with the menorah. Why you run around jacking up a mad aura? Before the end, or the horror dog, you've been a snorer. Never had to flip snow. 
Like MC Shan with Informer Or the guy who played Ace Ventura You was up in Mars basement for a grip Inviting many you did You must be fried like shrimp tempura Motherfuckers scrub up the floor And think they want him with a top 10 scorer I might shoot in the foul with eyes closed Use a bench warmer Your team rap like gyros All your men swarmer Just got some intel on your dance squad I heard you live rods and cells like sim cards Don't make me have to send a dog Shells going in now temples Like the devout do synagogues Don't offend the guard Professional clappers on deck who sit calm So we tells them when they can applaud Give them the dude, that sounds like fucking fire. Dude. It's fire. That dude. is back to like we said. I wanted to text you back when you sent that. This that's is back to old, basics. Illmatic. Old, that's Illmatic. That's Illmatic. The Mom East Deep. Coast. East Coast '95 to 2005 style production. 36 Chambers. The, fucking old. The MF. samples are on point because they're like old school from you know. And wait for that. Makami is dope. He's the second MC on it. That third verse is by none other than MF Doom. There's a reason why MF goes on dude's tracks. He doesn't yeah. go on slacker's tracks. No. And uh, his verse is just, he. there's this bridge in it that's really weird. And then he comes back in. That dude, his uh, album's called Jewelry. The whole fucking album is fire. He's uh, obviously um talented kid. And if you like Nas, you're going to like this kid. He's been compared to him for his yeah. whole career. But um, yeah, go get he it. Is, he's, he sounds like a dude. He's he's literally not like fucking Nas. His vocal, his his timbre in his voice, it's got a Nas. all of it. And Nas. I'm totally fine with it. Like I'm fine with yeah. that because um, Nas to... isn't pumping shit out like he used to. So if no, I can get but, a facsimile. but still, if you're from a different make perspective, a top ten too. list of MCs. Oh yeah, very rarely will Nas not be in yeah, the top yeah. five for most people, mm-hmm. depending on when you grew up. I'm one of those fringe people that's always going to put like big pun on there, even though he was didn't get enough time. He didn't get enough time. Who's that? That motherfucker, who, Chip Foo, Mock Foo, Pock Foo. There was three Foos. I go Chip Foo is my favorite Foo. I, I think I, I think Mock Foo is my man. Mock Foo? <laughs> Mock Foo is the underrated one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Some Foo Schnickens hot takes. Some Foo Schnickens hot takes. Um, we're gonna definitely go, in my top ten. So. Uh, much like Mr. Wayne in uh, Letterkenny, we're going to go grab a dart. Oh, grab a dart. Um, yeah, dart. Uh, do we have a word from our sponsor this week, sir? We do have a word from our sponsors. They're about 10 cents a dart. This week, the whiskey reel is brought to you by Iced Out Mezuzas. Do you want a small piece of parchment with fly-ass hip-hop lyrics guarding your door from bad spirits and juju? Not juju. No, no, not juju. Oh, sorry. Just bad juju. Got it. I know that was a poor, poor choice of words. <laughs> Iced Out Mezuzas. Get them now. We've got the big pun edition. It's, a, it's the it's the biggest piece of parchment we've ever seen because it says dead in the middle of little Italy. Little did we know that we riddled to middlemen who didn't do diddly. Best break in hip hop. Whoa. But this motherfucker won't put him in the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had Diego Del Fresco just blow dark kratom into you? <laughs> <laughs> like in your dick hole? Oh, no. Or he's, he's going, uh, I mean, it only works one way. Well, he has no qualms getting his face real, real close to that there balloon knot, boys. I mean, uh, we love him. But he's a he's a peach of a man. I like him. I he's a like good him. kid. He's a good kid. Um, I ran into him uh, a couple weeks ago with you. Yes. Actually. Yeah, and he was, uh, um, I believe the word He was in a bit of a state. Torqued. <laughs> <laughs> Talks, twerked, twerked. He and uh, Mr. Beach 
had been playing through with a group of no less than 20 people. Is that golf terminology? But instead of holes, it's bars? Well, playing through being that like we've been up all night. Oh, oh, yeah. Being through as in it's tomorrow. It's a it's a complete binge dude. Yeah, they they went bingey as fuck. Yeah, I did. and uh, good kids. allegedly good kids allegedly 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 squirrely mo says uh, squirrely mo. Uh, <laughs> uh, my uh, my house attorney, Squirrely Mo. <laughs> I have him on retainer. Your honors, what I'd like to say is this. <laughs> what I'd like to say is um, we're going to get into the cow, dude. Cow. We're going full cow, dude. It's moo time. It's moo time. It's moo moo time. It's coming for red. Fuck you. Front check, back check, paycheck, boys. <laughs> What I, lo- <laughs> what I love about this segment. And you don't even get how that's such a good hockey. You, don't, so know good. Front, you don't know what forecheck and backcheck is. I know what those are. It's like backcourt. And- I okay. know what those are. Yeah. So the, uh, the title LA. of this week's shit. LA. LA. That's not what they're doing. LA. 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 <laughs> so the title of this week's article is Durango DMV begins offering driver's licenses to r- rural immigrants. To rural immigrants. To, to illegal immigrants as Rural. Well. Oh. So you can imagine that the people start freaking out when it's you about see time. that it's illegal time. immigrants are getting documentation with their face on it. So they got to freak time. out and start running around. Yeah, they do it in California. They do it in some other states. Yeah. So. The, uh, the subline there here, a little frame of reference says, issuing driver's license to undocumented and temporary legal immigrants helps ensure they have insurance and understand, uh, understand traffic laws. Okay. Of course. Uh, so let's start kind off with of the first comment. The first comment I'm going to do is How for, are we going to arrest them? You can still arrest them. <laughs> as soon as they get arrested, though, <laughs> bye-bye. Bye. We're going down south. Um, <laughs> you're assuming all the immigrants are from down south. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry. You're going back to fucking Greenland? Know, Micronesia. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Still a brown country, though. Micronesia. Wow. Is yeah, way, but yeah, where, where the sun's brighter, we don't like them. Wow. I don't want Mongolians. <laughs> Too much Goddamn Mongolians. I don't want Somalians. <laughs> Somali- no, nah, I saw a movie about that once. You've been from good. Madagascar? Yes. Uh, Arme- nope. Armenians? Nope, we don't want you here. I saw yeah. that their war machine in a movie about Somalias. Mm-mm. Oh, tell yeah. You Don Cheadle is a national treasure because he is the Iron Man with a bigger gun. He's the well, Second Amendment Iron Man. I'll take him over that and fucking sure, Bill Clinton. I don't like his tan, but the man <laughs> makes good films. He does. He does. <laughs> okay, so the first comment here is from Cody D, and he has some kind of that break off of his, so I wanted to highlight his. Cody D says, a lot of people having problems with people they've never met because of age-old laws made by, again, people they've never met, when in fact a lot of the time the U.S. is responsible for the destabilization of their home countries. Think real hard about how far your hatred for complete strangers is taking you. I don't see a problem with letting responsible people drive. Well... Sounds like one of the most un-American fucking things I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> oh, Sounds like a pinko. <laughs> now that one is that that's predicated on the fact that you are having some more conservative people freaking out about this well, ability for them okay. to get driver's yeah. licenses and IDs, and so he his, his was one of the more relevant comments on there because it got a lot of responses. Do we now, still call them conservatives? Uh, uh, hard rights. There you go. Hard right. J, hard right. J. Hard right. J. Hard right. J's. So Wait, Teresa, let's just start calling them JoJo's. JoJo's. Ooh, Ooh nice. I okay, like JoJo's. All right, like Joe. So this next JoJo, <laughs> Teresa D's response to Cody is, 
NATO is responsible for the stabilization of many countries. The USA gets drugs into NATO garbage all the time. In South America and Mexico, the destabilizing is caused by criminal drug cartels. How do you know that? Wow, just wow. Do you Did you flunk high school history? Because they teach us about drug cartels in high school history, don't they, Teresa? You fucking idiot. No, no. no she no, goes on. No. Do you not know who NATO is? NATO has ordered almost all attacks, and they are multinational attacks that NATO determined no. were necessary Wait, okay. to rid whichever country of whoa, the dictators whoa, 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 whoa. and drug cartels. You might try a little research instead of tabloid journalism. Okay, NATO is a peacekeeping organization. The National Association of Theater Owners? They don't <laughs> They don't order attacks on anybody, you dummy. Yeah. And then she just keeps I mean, going on. They like, don't, she has essays here. Uh, uh, wow. NATO is a quorum. Yeah. Exactly. Of yeah. assholes. And that bitch doesn't understand don't get that me wrong, word. I doesn't know what that, that word means. And I do, I do understand that like NATO like probably. There is a reason they exist. They exist for a reason, yeah. but they're not pulling off a bunch of shit. NATO isn't the CIA. <laughs> like they don't have fucking, they don't have like, like shadow. seven of those guys live on the Champs-Élysées. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like fucking <laughs> hanging. They're chilling. The Champs-Élysées? <laughs> <laughs> I love them Champs-Élysées. <laughs> so uh, top fan Elizabeth M responds to Corey as well. And she's in a more, uh, a little bit less uh, angry and anti-NATO fueled. Elizabeth M says, Cody, for me, it's not about hatred at all. It's about fairness and equality. I was born into this country. I have to have documents proving this. I was issued a social security number so that I could attend school, be married, drive, work, vote, etc. In this country, and I am required to show proof of my citizenship for things like working, driving, banking, et cetera, et cetera. Immigrants don't, okay. question mark. Basically, our birth certificates, SS numbers, and driver's licenses mean nothing now as far as proof of citizenship goes. Well, no, but that's we have an outside process. Yeah, no, and we'll get into that. Okay, <laughs> near the end here. But yeah, this is another I mean, person not document. understanding. They under they they think that the that when someone goes, hey, illegal undocumented immigrants might be able to get a driver's license, that they think it's going to be their exact driver's license, and it's going to let them vote. It's going to no. let them do all these things. It's completely no. separate. No, the the whole point of doing that is to document them. Yes. Like, yes. that that it's putting them on the radar, which I think yeah. is an important part of. Documenting people, you would think it so, is. but but that but she's it's counterintuitive to what she thinks. It's it's exactly. actually doing what she would probably want in her deepest. No, and that's soul. the thing. And as you went further in the thread, you started to realize that she's actually someone who's an ally to these people. I think that she just is had she scruples the, with specific. Is she your cow? She's a no. She's not the cow. Oh, okay. oh god. Okay. I'm pretty okay. sure we already heard from the cow. The cow Teresa? was Teresa D. Yeah, yes, Teresa D is uh, definitely the kind of the week. And I'm sorry I didn't save her for later. But part of the narrative is that sometimes maybe she thought NATO is Negro. <laughs> That's what I'm. Oh thinking. my god! It auto corrected. I meant to say the Negroes. Negroes and Negresses have been deteriorating the fabric of traditional American values. Anyway, uh, Maddie, Maddie S. Maddie S. has a response to Elizabeth M. that says the S. The social security numbers and birth certificates mean nothing, anyways. We're humans on a rock floating through space. Think bigger instead of feeling spidered over some paperwork that. One one may or may not have to present. Humans are miraculous, and it's crazy the Earth even exists. Humans so please just miraculous. mind your own business and do what makes you happy. And I wanted to fucking say that because that might be the most fucking fluffy, far left, super oh, yeah. liberal thing that you could possibly say yeah. in response to that. We're all just like the Rogan thing. We're all just mo monkeys floating around on a flying rock. Yeah. So 
Yeah, but yeah. you know, I'm pretty sure she's, sure she's dating Diego. <laughs> <laughs> she's getting blow darted right there she's and just blow darted, blow darted right in the two. Torqued. So uh, the the reverse <laughs> COW, the Nick Nick R Nick R helps us all see oh, everything. We got a guy. This Nick R says, "Here's what it looks like," and shows a picture of what these immigrants. And I grabbed it. Here's what these look like. The text in the top left corner clearly states that it cannot be used for air travel or voting. This is a benefit for all drivers on Colorado roads. When crashes happen, it's helpful for everybody involved in both parties to have insurance. And you can't get insurance unless you have a driver's license. Exactly. So it's the only way that basically all these people, they're like, I can't believe that. I'm like, well, guess what? If an illegal immigrant accidentally fucking taps you in the city market parking lot, you're going to get fucked if they don't have insurance to pay for the body work. Right. You fucking idiot. Yeah, man. Um, I, I don't think this is a, a really um, highly debatable topic once you understand what the fuck's going on. Yeah, for sure. It, 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 this is just as soon as people see undocumented illegal get ID, they don't read past that. No, that, that's and honestly, all illegal immigrant got anything other than exactly. deported or executed. They right. don't want to hear about exactly. it. Exactly. In Colorado, everyone has a uh, un what is it uninsured motorist. Yeah. And probably an SR-22. So. <laughs> Especially in this town. <laughs> Especially in this town. Which is DUI haven. Yeah, Not dude. heaven. Just haven. Haven. Just haven. Uh, and you know what? Hey, Riley, you know what your mom calls SR-22s, right? Saver and rips. All 22 of them. <laughs> dry, dry dinger rips. Dry, di- dry, dry dick dinger rips, bro. So. So are we saying does somebody have rips right now? I don't. Or, I don't have rips. Okay. If we I, had rips, didn't you say you had rips? I got you some said rips. You had bad rips. I got some rips. But then I said when I get a bad rip, it makes me on the hunt for a good rip, which you never find. And then I'm like 17 rips deep, and yeah. it's tomorrow, and I don't got a job no yeah, more. Yeah. Now you're elbow deep in somebody's bummer. Yeah. So fuck you, Johnsy. Your mom. You litter, Kenny Fox. Oh, I'm ex- get- excluding everyone in this room. Do you, Do you know people that have a DUI? Um, I don't know anybody who doesn't. I don't. I know what most people. Do. I don't have one, but most. I have a friend right now who got his fourth, and I believe he's going to jail on work release for five months. Yes, I, know, um, I think I know who that guy. You is. know exactly. There, what I'm talking. there are t- Nope. No, there are Ooh, two. Pe- that, he just had his last yeah. year. <laughs> this is my friend. Well, this is a different guy. There are Five. two people that I know that do not have a DUI that have been here for an extended period of time, and that is Sean Moriarty because yeah. of miracles and our little buddy <laughs> Hanky and our little buddy Hanky Stanky. Do not Hanky have a DUI. Stanky doesn't really drive a lot, though. No, he does. He does. He goes back and forth to fucking Dolores all the time. But like, he doesn't he, drive he, drunk, though. Right no, wait, he lives on the grid now. So yeah. he walks everywhere, which is what you yeah. do when you're- He a seems DJ. like he's a walker. When you're a D-Gen, you live on the grid, so you don't drive. Fucking D-Gens. Yeah, fucking yeah. D-Gens. So, <laughs> Get row, baby. But, but what I'm saying is this town which is- Which I call the 900 block. It's, the, <laughs> it's notorious. You will catch- I drove 40 years blacked out in LA, never got pulled over once, and my first oh my God. three years here was pulled over six times, never copped a charge. But just still pulled over six times. For sure. Like it just Did you have your Cali plates on your car for a while? No, first um, only my first year and then I didn't. Even after that, it didn't matter. Like if they if they even just because your schedule, your restaurant person. Yeah, so I'm leaving on the twelfth. You're out after dark. I'm I'm at I'm at the fucking witching yeah. hour every day. So like of course I'm gonna get fucked with. That being said, like uh, obviously I my It was the, like the uh, My the, cat had more than nine lives in my life. So was I was the, overdue. Uh, I was overdue. Rudy Giuliani um, policy that he put in place. Uh, uh, don't don't 
Don't go in sunlight. No, just <laughs> <laughs> don't eat garlic. No, but what? in New York, he instituted oh. like I thought like the uh, curfew, not curfew, but like uh, search and oh yeah, oh, stop, stop and search, stop, stop and, search. and search, which he subsequently apologized for. Of course, really. Well, yep. which good for him. Yeah, shit. Um, but that's what I feel like living in a small Colorado ski town is a lot like. hundred percent. So we're not. We get vehicular stop and frisk. We yep. get stop and frisk in Colorado yeah, very regularly. And it doesn't need to be. It's not color coordinated. No, nope. this is white, black, yellow. It's like just we, we, two fifteen a.m. and you're on the road. And you're on the road. So that's we, enough. That's that's probable cause. You're getting yeah. pulled. Essentially. You're, and the cards funny thing is that I really started noticing it because I. I'm a very avid Uber user. Yes, you are. And I've always been great about that. Uh, yeah, because three Ubers a week every month costs less than a fucking yeah. lawyer to get your deal. And I'll fucking Uber back you and forth. And I've been me. doing that for years. And yet I would be in the back of an Uber and the Uber would get pulled over. Yep. Because it was 2.15 a.m. And they got I've the lights blaring. And actually there's oh, some rules. Dude, I got I've pulled, pulled over by a cop in an Uber in Denver and the cop didn't see the Uber thing and as soon as he saw the Uber thing in the he front of the car he was failed. like you're working sorry and walked away walk away so that's why I said I gotta start driving for fucking Uber dude why don't I get an Uber sticker on my car Just well you gotta have a light up shit it's gotta be the light up or is that Lyft that does the light up one it doesn't matter why don't I have an Uber thing in my car yeah just get that shit on there and be like yeah. are you working but you have to have like somebody else in yeah, your car you probably no, you need don't a... I could be on the way to pick up a fare well they don't care if you're not working it's when you have someone in the car they don't want to fuck with you when you're actually doing business so I need a fucking and it would mannequin. be a lot of yeah. Bullshit like fucking, oh, well, I pulled you over because you drifted into the bike lane or you, you oh, know what I mean? This is Durango. Like every that. fucking road is a bike lane. And every like, yeah. inch of every road is a bike lane, apparently. And we haven't even gone down the cyclist route of uh, how the hate, most hated people in Durango. Well, because they all, they, they don't want to be cars. They're cars. Yeah, they're not people. They think that they're, they want all of the things that pedestrians get, but on their bikes. And that's not the way the laws work. And but in cars. Durango, it's the give them extra space. They let the bikes run the fucking road. Oh, look at that. That's beautiful. I, have, so, I, I dream about I get, tapping some spandex warrior to the point that he just fucking fades. Plants into a wall. Like I give Wiley Coyote. I give cyclists what they want. I don't treat them like people <laughs> <laughs> at all. Like especially when they come in their click clackies and their fucking plum smugglers. Are we? Are we? Fucking, are we wrapped on that fucking? We're totally wrapped on that. Um, are we all torqued? Cyclists uh, came into my um, cyclist walks into a bar. Crosshairs because they would walk into my. So what is the race? The uh, wild Iron Horse. Uh, Iron, Iron Horse. horse? Oh man, these fucking. So you're talking full, full clicky shoes cunts. walking into the restaurant. They're oh, clicky class. Clicky shoes walking in, and they get a El Moro beer card. For oh, one of the free PBRs or participate, 20% off right? or whatever. Yeah, and that's great. I'm I'm down, but it's like you know I'm in the middle of brunch. Those cunts are all about IPAs, and they come rolling in, and they're like, "Well, here's my PBR card," and I'm like, "Okay, here's your PBR," you know, and not one of them ever tip. Ever, no. not one time. The Just cunts. toss me a buck. Just no, you know they want to save up money for that surgery. You know what I mean? Fucking unbreak their dick. You ever and see by what the way, you're cyclist dicks. They curve all weird from sitting on a seat too long. It's a problem I, that the cyclists don't talk about. Every guy that sits Sean, on a bike I, longer than ten hours a week in this town's got a dick that nobody Sean, wants to see, never, including themselves. Never seen a cyclist hog. No, I've never seen it either. I've just heard the stories of if you sit on a banana seat, if you sit on a banana seat that long. It, the perennial nerve gets fucked up so much that it deforms your fucking junk. Sure. 
Sure. This is not science, folks. We're I've ridden scientists. enough bikes that my shit veers to the, the left. Science. No doubt about it. Yeah. Mine's I've a, got a sharp left You got a left hook? To my... <laughs> yeah. My, my, you got a left hook a, meaner, meaner than Sugar Ray? Yeah. My, my dick turns because it's trying to get away from my ex. You can straighten it out periodically by just like shifting your position. It depends on my mood. Well, it just sucks in completely. <laughs> and then you see an inside out version of it slowly peek around out of his asshole around the corner to see if it's uh, safe. Just so, to see if they're really... we're, we're, Coast is clear, bub. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna wrap this up with some clutch your pearls. Um, oh fuck! Little clutch of pearls of wisdom. I know we're gonna figure it out there. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm playing footsie with you all, gay. Jesus like. Christ, dude! Sean's, Sean's all legs. I'm all legs, bro. He's all legs and hogs. I'm like so, a giraffe with less brains and a blacker tongue. This is true, and a fatter neck. <laughs> so we're gonna do we're gonna do clutch your pearls, and we're gonna I guess all start to give these guys some time to think about their lives. It's like um, a birch trunk, isn't it? Well, much, much following on the hill because we are one to dovetail our concepts and what we do into one. Uh, going back to Jojo Rabbit. Jojo. Um, and the, the, the beautiful, if you don't know the poet Rilke, um, which I knew just being a, a really sad <laughs> fucking goth rock kid growing up, um, read Rilke before this, so I was really excited to see that. But um, uh, the, the, the point of it is, we're all here and we all see good and evil and you need to just face it head on yeah. because that's what we have to do. And it's, it's very esoteric and I get it, but honestly it's good and evil and we all get it and we all see it and we have to move past it. That's our jobs as humans. If you give up, um, then you're wasting the experience because even the evil part makes sense at the end. I have that I, quote. I, if you want it, I find exact it, quote. read it. Let everything happen to you. Beauty and terror. Just keep going. No feeling is final. Oh, From Ranier Marie Rilke. 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 Um, Rilke. Rilke. So, and, That's and, real, real. And, and, That's I love, and I love the translation of beauty and terror. Because they're so effective uh, from That's a visual actually, standpoint. Yeah, um, um, it's not good and evil. Beauty and terror. They elicit a response. Beauty elicits and never an more relevant. Mm -hmm. uh, never more relevant than right now. Um, like but we're we're facing terror. We're we're staring down the barrel of and, terror and facing m so much beauty at the same time. Yeah, of course we are. So and it so it's hyper relevant. It's true. You've and, got what's going on in Iran. Then you've got Bonnie McMurray. Bonnie McMurray. <laughs> but 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 it's so sentient and so relevant. And and I love the fact that the feelings will the feeling will end regardless. Either one. Either that one. beauty and that terror will end. It so will all go. Write it out. Nose to the grindstone, boys. Much my like my lung contusion. Yeah. <laughs> Bonnie um, McMurray. I, try to, I, I think I just want to live my life like David Bowie. Which is just being like Die early of cancer? Asexual. Um <laughs> jumping on hyper asexual. Jumping on Jagger's joint. Like hyper asexual. That's sleep with Mick Jagger. Have one weird eye. <laughs> And, and no, but just just I just want to like uh, as much as possible just bring something kind of beautiful and kind, mm. like all the time. And there I know is. I got Bowie on the mind because he's a big like a big part of my life. And Fuck yeah! Just kind of like bring beauty and kindness. And uh, sure, we're negative fucks, but 
Try I to, mean, we, we're, we're here are, to be an outlet for you to listen to our yeah, negativity, but we, but we do, also search for beauty. I would we say this. We do this I, to before get, I pass along your pearl, but like to to you to give your pearl. But I mean, I mean, I think anyone that's ever met us in person would say that like we're three men that like if you sit down next to us at the bar, chances are you're gonna get a shot purchase for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're chances have, are you're not gonna get a word in. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah. all of us. You might as well shut the fuck up. Why would you? Because you're uh, a moron. You know? Clearly. <laughs> Positive. But, like, Positive. No, we bring, I think we bring kindness and fun and, uh, yeah. We affect everybody that we touch, which is why we're friends with each other, which is why we chose to be friends with all of you listening. Because I, I, I wholeheartedly, I know when I pass, I know, um, I know I will have much like these lovely gentlemen will have affected a lot more people's lives than we think we have. Absolutely. I honestly can't wait to mourn you. It's going to be fucking, it's going to be the one of Bobby. I've been mourning (laughs) Bobby noise being mourned since 2016. (laughs) True story. It's the longest wake I've ever been to boys. Yeah, whenever someone walks in and they're like, Jesus Christ, you're alive? Yeah, you've yeah. heard of an open casket like, wake? Yeah, this is yeah. an open life wake. Open the life motherfucker's wake. still alive. Oh, no, I'm, I'm celebrating. <laughs> or how about an open casket life? Open casket life. That's your blog name. <laughs> no, that's his Just new, write that blog right that's now. His oh, new, that's actually two, amazing. That's his new tea. Two point, you know, two person EDM band. <laughs> it's open just casket open casket life. life. Open casket life. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little pearl there, uh. Squirrely Sean? Uh, my pearl of wisdom is just very simple. Uh, I learned something when this this uh, holiday season, my brother came to visit. My brother have had a strained yet respectful By the way, I love your family. I yeah, sat yeah. and had lunch with John's family. Yeah. Not many people have. Met his brother, his brother's wife, had his parents there, or his, his dad and his stepmom. Yep. Um, very, very cool. But they were chill. Very, very yeah, but my fun. brother and I don't get along always because I beat the living shit out of that kid. And him and my dad and myself to him will always seem like these authority figures he has to disagree mm. with and stuff. But when he came to visit this time, I feel like a little bit of that was put away because I made a conscious effort to look at how I was speaking to him. Mm. So if you have any strained relationships with people, brothers, sisters, wife, fucking husband, kids – it, it it's worth it sometimes to really step. You always say you will, but step back and take a look at the way that you're treating somebody and the way you talk to somebody, whether you think it's jovial and it's fun to them. It might be something programmed from childhood that they're being subjugated by in some respect. So uh, adjustments. Don't be afraid to make tiny little adjustments. You're not giving away who you are. You're just helping keep people that really mean something to you around. Amen. So. Right. And it's twenty. Happy New Year's, everybody! Thank happy you New for Year's, fucking eh? being twenty twenty. Hey, and this year, twenty twenty four twenty lasts a whole month, boys. We're gonna get fucking chiefed up, eh? Uh, dude, we're gonna hoof, hoof some schneef right yeah. now too. They make and, that CBD schneef. It's listen, uh, anti-inflammatory gonna, in your sinuses, boys. We're gonna enjoy a little bit of that electric lettuce. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what we're gonna do right Stripper now. Stripper salt, eh? Sure. <laughs> Booger sugar, Peruvian marching powder. <laughs> Fuck you, Riley. Your mom's fucking midwife jerked me off. <laughs> well, he does the whole, that one point where he does the whole like thing about how I fucked your mom and she's now she's preggers and all this stuff and then goes to Riley and then comes back and goes, Fuck you, Jonesy. Your mom's midwife called me the other day. Like, there's a whole like, there's an story arc. being built. There's a story arc for Shorzy. <laughs> and Shorzy just started as a guy doing a handstand in the showers, washing his asshole. <laughs> like, by, by, and by the way, there are letter letter kenny 
fucking merch out there. Oh, there's so tons. So if of I don't them. see Letterkenny tank tops this summer, I'm murdering. I'm going to get a Modine's bar shirt in every incarnate. Modine's, Modine's two, and Modine's, and Modine's thrice. thrice. Or it's thrice. Wait, thrice. <laughs> By the way, nobody has discussed why the first two shut down. No, and I think it's just because they had to change the shooting vet. They were shooting somewhere that didn't want to let him. But shoot they've never anymore. explained it, which makes it more beautiful. That's why it's so beautiful. Theater of the mind. Okay. Let you I, come up with all the theories. I want to marry Bonnie McMurray. Bonnie McMurray. Is that a bad idea? She's the hottest. <laughs> Bobby? Is that Brechtian or... Bobby, yeah. what's your pearl necklace of wisdom you're going to shoot out of our chest? Oh, you did? Yeah, you were last there. Oh, Bobby. I was last? I yeah, hate like, being last. I know, Mine but was it was the good. worst. Yours was great, though. This week right. you, you sent I it. I came up with that on the spot. It was personal. It oh, was personal. personal. And I loved your brother and I loved your family. Really? Because yeah. fuck that guy. I yeah, mean, but, sure, I'm nice to him. Yeah, but everybody. That's okay. not the point here. I'm not trying to Listen, say my brother's like a person with a soul who should survive. I might be, I'm the, just saying, I might I'm just be the ultimate guest to invite to a family thing because I get along with everybody. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, jovial and yeah, extroverted. You're a social chameleon. I'm, I'm very fucking good at that. And I felt like I connected with your brother and his wife. Well, yeah, because they're like also theater. Time. They're like hardcore. They still do theater. And your dad already fucking loves me. Oh, yeah. And so does yeah. your stepmom. Jesus said, Christ, yeah, dude. They love they'd adopt me over you in a fucking Probably. Heartbeat. Yeah, I'm a Sweet nightmare. Sweet Christ. Yeah, you are. Um, guys, have a great week. We're going to be back next week. I fucking promise you. Yes, we will. And we're going to yeah. keep this ball rolling pretty soon. We're going to announce it. I'm already working on it. Our uh, 100th episode. We are still working on it being live. We're going to have an audience. I've had people asking me on the streets about it. Really? Um, yep. That's I've awesome. had at least five people go, when are you going to do it? And when is it going to be? We are going to do that. And for a town of this size, I know don't scoff at five, but random randos on the street asking you about it is pretty cool. But we're going to do it at the act. I'm going to talk to Michelle. We're going to get that going. I think it's going to be a big We got to hire our own crew. I think when you go in there, you got to have your own sound guy. We right? will. We already with have microphones. I, I already have them. Sweet. Um, so look forward to that. Uh, next week, it's McGregor Cerrone at 170. Oh, that shit. ought to be very interesting. Oh, um, we're definitely. If Cerrone gets past the first and a half round, it will be very interesting. Um, and then hopefully, John Jones will eventually move up and wait and fight in Ganu. And that might make me faint and yeah. cream my pants. I'm interested to see what so, Conor McGregor does because, as far as I know, Conor McGregor can't hold a candle to some of those tough broads down in DMA doing that jits. Doing the jits. Doing Rolling jits at DMA. <laughs> Tip fuckers. Green knuckler. Give your balls a tug. Give your fucking balls a tug. <laughs> <laughs>